this is your announcer Chuck Landington, welcoming you to the Metal Injection Livecast. Everyone is talking about Donald Trump's tax returns. Enough already. What I want to see or know is lunch receipts. She claims to want the meat, but look at her, she's tiny. Where is this meat really going? The people need to know. Here's the show. Where's the meat, Noah? Um, if you could see the kind of dumps that I take, <laughs> you wouldn't doubt that I'm eating the meat. Welcome to the Metal Injection Livecast. It's Rob. That's Noah. Hi. We have Sid hey. and 3D as well. Darren Delgado. Hello. Are you putting those dumps on the Instagrams? Um, proof? We want, I feel we like, want proof. No, I feel like if we I don't do want that, proof. I was going to say you could. You're saying that if you could only see, but of right. course it's the information age. Like, yeah, we totally if, could see. I don't want to get kicked off of Instagram. <laughs> I like my page. Is that a terms of service? Is it really? I don't I think so. I mean, don't put your nipples in the photo. I think you should so be okay. Honestly, pooping... It's an intimate experience, and I only care to share it with you guys and people that listen to the show. Okay. I feel like talking about it is one thing, but taking photos, that's a step too far. Yeah. I don't need to see no photos and no poop. Don't look at her Instagram, then. I don't. I don't even have Instagram. Get I'm just doing Instagram, this for the fans. Sid. Nah. Why? Because I don't care. What do, what do I need to see? You, we live in the same fucking neighborhood. I'm seeing all the same shit you're seeing anyway. I don't need So what if one day, no, you take a really big dump in the morning, and then, you know, Sid sometimes comes over to walk... Bruno, when I just leave, it just the leave the shit fermenting in the toilet. I don't have to check it out. the bathroom. Well, you would for this point. Just if like she let, sit, if she let me out. know, yeah, sure, yeah. <laughs> they might get all like soupy and bloppy oh. by the time. You mean like a, a Chicago pizza? Yeah. Oh, disgusting. It wouldn't <laughs> oh, be ew. that bad. It would only be that bad if she had eaten a Chicago pizza the oh. night before. So Otherwise, you're saying be fine. shit. Is not as bad as Chicago pizza unless it's the shit of a Chicago yep. pizza. Okay. Exactly right. Just wanted to you. get you on the record yes. saying that. Yes. 100%. <laughs> I approve I th- that message. I think the next debate, the town hall, should be, <laughs> this topic should come up. Which is worse, actual poop or Chicago pizza? I, I feel like that would have been better for when Obama was in the debate because he's from Chicago. <laughs> well, so that's he not, but he would have, you know, what he's going to say. Yeah, but then would we actually side with Mitt Romney on something? Probably, yeah. Hold on that a second. Been... But the ingredients, if the ingredients of the Chicago pizza are tasty, it could be delicious, except mm. just you can't count it as pizza. It's a perversion of uh, pizza. Scrape the ingredients off of the whatever that is and eat them separately. <laughs> Pepperoni on its own is delicious. You don't need... The soup Sauce? like saucy bread soup underneath it. I do agree with Noah that a, a Chicago pizza doesn't have to be disgusting, although a lot of times it is. Uh, but I also say that it, just stop calling it pizza. Yeah. It's not a fucking pizza. Yes, please. Okay? Yeah, it's not a pizza for sure. Let's be real here. Oh, the guy from Cypress Hill? <laughs> be real? <laughs> is that our guest tonight, Rob? No, our guest is actually Richard Christie. Ow! Fame drummer. I don't know what that. What? I don't know. I was just excited. She thinks uh, Richard Christie's a werewolf. <laughs> uh, he he is promoting his new Charred Walls of the Damned album, and um, <laughs> obviously also from the Howard Stern show. We have a lot to talk about with Richard. We're gonna have him on in a little bit. That that was my werewolf impersonation because his new album is called Creatures Watching Over the Dead. So you think the werewolves are watching over the dead? That's a stretch. It's a creature. Or or what if if it's Richard and the rest of his band watching over the dead? Oh, are they the creatures? Is that what they meant? Tune in later this show (laughs) to find out as we interview Richard Christie. Um, So Richard also works at Sirius, 
and um, sometimes I'll, I'll run into him in the kitchen or just today um, I saw him going into the elevator mm-hmm. and it's just like so he, he just has so much respect around the hallways really because it doesn't come off like you know what I mean I mean I know it's just a show but he right because he's exposed himself and stuff like that but people like he's just got this like charisma you know mm-hmm. he's he has a very infectious personality and people really like him so I That's think cool. we're gonna have fun with him He's also he makes an appearance on one of my favorite albums of all time, which is Crotch Duster, Big Fat Box of Shit. Well, also Jason Sukoff is in Chard Walls of the Damned, right? And I guess so. They Crotch Duster, and he produced both albums. They're right? good buddies, yeah. Uh, Richard was also in Iced Earth, and one of my other favorite bands that we've talked about on the show, Demons and Wizards, mm-hmm. besides Death, and a bunch of other bands. Isn't that a board game? Shoots and ladders, <laughs> wizards and warriors. Was that was a video game. Yeah. Oh, there's one. Dungeons and, Ju- and dragons. That's the video game. Mm-hmm. No, that's the board game. Board game, whatever. There it was might... a movie too. Was it a video game as well? Maybe like a for the computer back in the day. Possibly, yeah. Rob, I never got into it. All right, fair enough. I'm sorry. I'm a little preoccupied with some sour cream and onion chips. <laughs> Rob brought us a whole plethora of snacks. And look at what brand that is yeah. that you're eating there. Why don't you tell us, Rob? <laughs> it's hers. I'm making her. hers mine. Michelle is a her. <laughs> the only thing better than Michelle Obama is Michelle Obama covered in sour cream and onion. <laughs> it's not even real sour cream and onion. It's like sour cream and onion dust. It's the best potato chip. I like Bar the none. Utz uh, b- um, barbecue, which that's, is not here. That's pretty good, but her There's... sour cream and onion is the best potato chip. Mm-hmm. I, th- I, I would agree that it's either one of those two are my, my favorites. Uh, us is good. What what else is, has a good barbecue chip? That's it, I guess. <laughs> Hers. Oh, I like the Cape Cod. I really oh, like I the kettle ones. Cape Cod ones yeah. are good. That's a good barbecue. More the kettle ones or the Except kettle chips. Kettle one is a vodka, Rob. The, <laughs> the kettle chips. Oh, like the kettle brand chips. Those, but these this is us kettle classics we have here. No, that, that's not what I'm talking about. So are they're anyway. allowed to use kettle without. Like some kind of infringement? Are they using a different kettle? Do they call a pot black? <laughs> I'm just going to keep talking until somebody else says something. This so. is just a freeform podcast that we do here. <laughs> Thank you. It's a poetry session. <laughs> uh, lots of stuff to talk about. Yeah. More about potato chips? I, th- I think we've yes, covered so potato right. chips. Uh, first off, I want to... Let's just quickly get to this because this first is a all, fantastic. First of all, I'm going to play this Mike Francesa clip. <laughs> Darren, you found it. Mike Francesa is a New York sports broadcaster. We've talked about him on the show before. We love him for his very, very thick New York yeah. accents. Back after this, he used to do a show with Mad Dog, right? Yeah, who re- mm-hmm. who just re-signed with SiriusXM. Did no, it. with the Sirius XM plugs, we get it. You worked there. No, I'm not. Trying Stop to plug. rubbing it in. I'm not trying. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, I you worked about that. there again, sort of recently, Rob. I didn't get paid. A, really? You didn't get paid for that? No, no. Wait for your liquid metal stuff. You did get paid. No, no. <laughs> he no, got paid. For, he got paid in tamales for that. I think you're talking Opie. about the the Opie oh. guest appearance. Oh, no, yes. that was just that was a promo. That was them uh, not paying you. Yeah, that was no. That's fine. That was free publicity for Rob. Yeah, I got like ten Twitter followers out of it. That's payment. <laughs> yeah, nice. It's a good payment. But uh, Mike Francesa, we love this guy for his accent. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, Darren, do you have this clip of here? He is talking about 
Harambe, the uh, the gorilla that died. <laughs> Harambe, am I pronouncing that right? I said I, I said so. Harambe. No, it's Harambe. Wait, who is like which gorilla is it? Because I feel like a couple of gorillas have died. <laughs> At least it's the, it's the gorilla that when the child, the young baby in Cincinnati, right, two year old baby, was you a child in there? Oh, hold on, uh, the the baby fell into the pit and the gorilla grabbed it and then they had to shoot the gorilla, and it was an endangered gorilla the the type of gorilla was on the endangered species list but the baby was also endangered it literally the baby was very much endangered cuz he was being thrown around by this gorilla and so they they killed the gorilla and then the outcry was like oh how could you kill this a- poor animal like they didn't the animal didn't do anything <laughs> yeah. wrong this stupid ve- baby the stupid parents how do they not it was a very tough decision for the zookeeper mm-hmm. sure but you know in, it's it's got it's become a meme now, Harambe. But I feel like at the time people were genuinely like, "Let the baby die." Mm-hmm. Whose side are you on, the baby or Harambe? I'm on the baby side. I think uh, yeah. the human life is more important in this yeah. situation, Duh. and it's. <laughs> I'm just upset that they didn't use the gorilla for like a stew or a, you know just. I hope yeah, you don't know that they did. Yeah, they, they better have made good use of the meat. You're right. right. You just donated want the, the organs. I just want the meat. Yes. Want some of that monkey meat? Very mm-hmm. on brand. That's how you get AIDS. Um, well, let's find out what Mike <laughs> thought about this. Okay. You imagine if that was your child in there? You're going to have people who are going to say, wait a second, I'm worried about the gorilla. Gorilla? gorilla. Your kids in there, basically, maybe seconds from that, who are going to say, wait a second, I'm worried about the gorilla. When your kids in there, basically, maybe seconds from having his head crushed. We live in a world now where you are going to be more concerned with the gorilla than you are the little boy. He said it right that time. What's wrong with you people? (laughs) Why the fuck is he talking about? What's wrong with you? Wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. (laughs) Jerk off. Who is he saying wait a second to? I don't know. He's the only one in the room. Yeah, the gorilla. I guess. The he, gorilla. He always just hears Mad Dog in his head. Even <laughs> when he's not there, he's still having an argument with him. Mikey, I'm haunting your dreams, Mikey. Michael. Um, I just, uh, this is so great. I love, would you feel safer in a room with Harambe the gorilla or Mike Francesa with his big uh, Diet Coke hands? <laughs> Have the, did the Yankees win or lose that day? Ah, lose. Oh, then I think I'll take the gorilla. The gorilla. <laughs> That's is, uh, is Mike Francesa pounding his chest as he said? <laughs> oh, just perfect. Think about it. He fell into a, an area where he's in there with a gorilla. <laughs> who is dragging him around that habitat. And you're telling me you're worried about the gorilla's welfare? Wait, gorillas are on welfare now? What is wrong with you? I wouldn't be surprised if he had said that. Well. Ugh. (laughs) Gorilla. But it actually does affect all of the gorillas' welfares because it's an endangered one. More food for them, though. What, they're going to eat? No, but it's just one less gorilla at the zoo to eat Uh, uh, their uh. food. Less of a chance for them to multiply. Mm -hmm. And preserve Mm -hmm. the species. Listen, whatever the male has to just work overtime, that's all. Yeah. It's more more. You don't mind that? Am I right, Mons? Am I right? Was Harambe a woman or a man? I don't even know. (laughs) I assume a man, but I don't know why I assume that. Is it because all gorillas look like men? Are are gorillas men and and women? I don't even know. (laughs) Okay, this is getting too close to the most inane conversation we've ever had on. I believe they come in both genders, Noah. Yeah. 
Need a pal. Can you imagine if that was your child in there? <laughs> You're going to have people who are going to say, wait a second, I'm worried about the gorilla? <laughs> gorilla. Rob, he's a male. Harambe is a male. Next summer when we do a barbecue, all right, I, I, I don't want you to worry about the gorilla because I'm going to – all the You're steaks take are going to come out perfect. <laughs> I want you to have like an, a chef's apron with that on it. Kiss, kiss the gorilla. <laughs> You're going to worry about the gorilla? Fix <laughs> out for the gorilla. <laughs> Didn't Michael Jackson have a hit called Gorilla? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Then he did own a chimp, so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you're a Harambe and you're still out there somewhere in the ether, give us a call, 718-303-2353, or Skype us, Mental Injection Livecast. Skype username. That is a good question, though. If Michael Jackson had to pick one to save, oh. would he pick the gorilla or the two-year-old boy? He did uh, what, have th- a fondness for... Gorillas. Yeah. Of course. No, but he also no, liked, but he liked two year old boys. I think a little bit more than he liked gorillas. Right, fair enough. I think that's, that's pretty self But he'd have to think for a couple seconds. You think? In honor of bubbles. I don't know. That, that boy looks, looks very delicious, but <laughs> I just care about animals so much. Area code 562, are you Harambe? <laughs> Area code 562, are you there? You're breathing. Well, I we know like you're alive. That's what Harambe would do. Oh my! Is this Harambe? <laughs> <laughs> He's with Patrick Swayze in Limbo. <laughs> Harambe, can you hear me? No. <laughs> All right, sorry. <laughs> Someone got Harambe. <laughs> Guys, uh, I've come to a decision. Uh, I'm going to save the monkey. But he has to dress like a six-year-old boy. <laughs> that's a good compromise. I'm okay with that. And yeah, that's non-negotiable. <laughs> so does that mean that Michael Jackson prefers rough play? He's got to wear pull-ups. <laughs> <laughs> mm, pull-ups and a little beanie with a propeller on top. <laughs> It's like a Hanna-Barbera character. I'm going to rename him Macaulay. <laughs> it's good to know, though, that of the three entities we're talking about, only the two-year-old boy is still alive. Right. No. Oh, yeah. That we know of. <laughs> Rob seemed very concerned. Macaulay Culkin's with... alive, though. Well, he's not is he? Uh, he's not living. He's, very <laughs> he's in a band he's living? singing songs about pizza. That's living. Is he it? gets away with it. He came up with a dumb idea, and he's... Well, are they still doing it? He might yeah. have stopped getting away with it. No, he's still doing I it. I just saw him in something. Oh, something uh, new? Relatively new. Oh, Jim Gaffigan's show. Really? He was on yeah. that? He's got a recurring gag on that show where like Jim Gaffigan ru- goes into random places like Starbucks and Macaulay Culkin is always there. Does he have lines or is he just like in the background? He had, no, he has lines but like he's like a nobody in the scene and they don't acknowledge it. Huh. Yeah. Weird. <laughs> is that a good show? I only saw that and oh, then okay. I said why is Macaulay Culkin <laughs> on here? <laughs> And I looked it up, and I like I, I learned okay. of that. I didn't see all these scenes. I have something personal against Jim Gaffigan, so I refuse to watch his what show. What is it? 
to me. I feel like we've talked about it on the show before. Me and Rob went to see him do stand-up once and he made fun of us. Wait, what? He's dead to me. I don't remember. Dead to me. Him and Judah Friedlander, dead to me. I thought it was just because he's not funny at all. Well, that too. That doesn't right. If you like jokes about food. We we went to the stand. I don't think it's open anymore. That's not where it was. It was a comics. Comics. Okay. Okay, Which is not open anymore. Yeah, There's something else there. Yeah, yeah, comics. And I get, we got there super early, because Sid likes to be super early to things. I don't want to miss shit. And we were basically the first people there, so they, they sat us directly in front of the stage. Like, the <laughs> oh, first boy. thing a comic sees when they come on stage would Rob. be us. Yeah. And so... I don't think it was just the two of them. I think even Todd Barry was making mm-hmm. like not about jokes. us. Yeah, no. no, I remember Todd Barry did a little riff or two on. No, it was the riff that you're a couple or something like. What? There, there was that like slobs. No, there was what? definitely some like uh, like oh you guys yeah there were a couple or whatever or I don't remember just that, any just sort of anything there. any type of riffs you can come up with on two. Lovely guys looking that look gentlemen. Like us. <laughs> like us. One tall guy, one shorter guy. <laughs> yeah. Well, you were seated, so you couldn't really tell that. It's, <laughs> it's too bad it's it wasn't so. this year. You could have been like Harambe and the baby. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to save the life of some comedian? Uh, he's not even a gorilla. <laughs> So what? What like? Do you remember the jokes? I don't. Yeah, it wasn't anything. I, I can't believe you're offended. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like I because look at him. He's fatter than either one yeah, of us. Geez. Fuck that guy. And Judah Freelander too. I gotta agree with that. Judah Freelander. I was a little offended that he was. He was making these holier than thou jokes. Yeah. But, but that's his I, thing but to it's, like it's also yeah. But neither one. I don't really like either of their stand-ups anyway. Judah Freelander was on Thirty Rock, so good for him. Jim Gaffigan's never done shit for me. <laughs> if Jim Gaffigan apologized to you, would you? Reconsider your. That's lame. I'd accept the apology, but I still wouldn't find him funny. <laughs> yeah. Um. I my uh, wife once uh, liked Jim Gaffigan and once and she was all excited to buy his book, which is called Dad Is Fat. I don't know why I'm oh, plugging right. it. <laughs> uh. And she bought it, and she's like, "This sucks." Now, <laughs> like, she's not a fan of his anymore. It was a memoir. I guess so. It's like you know, comedy pieces about being a dad, like some Bill Cosby shit or whatever. Every comedian that gets a certain level of success ends up getting a book deal, but uh-huh. very, very few of the books are not garbage. But, well, they're good if the person writes a book, like an introspective book about their yeah. life. Yeah, they're well, not you learn funny. Something about them if it's just right. like bits that bits. They, no, yeah, awful. The only bit a book I can think of that I liked was George Carlin's bits. Okay, well, Those is that great. like actual just stuff from stand up that he put some in of books? Some, some of mixed. the books are just stand up. It's mixed. Some of okay. it's his stand up material, and then like half, maybe half, or a little more than half is like new shit that he just throws in there. Okay. I just get freaked out that he has so many kids. He has like six children. George Carlin? Oh, no, no, no Jim Gaffigan. Oh. oh, yeah. Well, he's like super Catholic, isn't he? So yeah, they don't use birth control. Oh, that I didn't even know. That's I believe so. Kind of like when I found that out, that kind of turned me off. His comedy because I I actually saw him with Neil deGrasse Tyson on a live um, uh, taping of Star Talk Radio, which kind of seems weird if Jim yeah. Gaffigan is. So... Well, isn't like Eugene Merman one of the hosts of yes. that? So that's yes. probably why Jim oh, Gaffigan was there. Mm. Just bringing other comedians. Isn't he in a way a birth control though? Like you know, <laughs> just looking at him. It didn't work out because he married someone that wasn't disgusted by him. But yeah. Yeah. I will say Dave Hill's book of a yeah, that's essay, great. That's oh not, yeah, but I mean, there's I a lot about that's like introspective stuff. Yeah, a lot, a lot of it about is just, his family yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. You learn things about Dave Hill. Yeah, yeah. He just tells like stories in a funny writer, way, yeah. as opposed to he's not really doing bits in those books. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, well. 
before we go on, I just want to take a moment. Gentlemen, how are you doing with your fan duel? Sid? Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll get to that in a moment. Yeah, you've heard us talk about fan duel over and over here at Metal Injection Livecast for a while now, but you still haven't tried it. What, what are you doing? What are you doing? Same get off like your me. ass. What do you think? You think you won't win? What's wrong with you? Or, I mean, you think like, you know, you, you play one week... And it's, it's not like you have to go do a whole season worth of, of fantasy football. You start out, you, your team sucks, and you have to keep playing this whole long slog. FanDuel is one-week fantasy football. It's great. If you think you won't win, think again, because they have beginner leagues that you can play against people of your own talent level. Experienced player badges. You know who you're up against. Single entry contest. Your single best lineup versus theirs. Custom features, even more fun, excitement, and accessibility. Friends mode. Challenge your buddies in a private league, and there's choices for every budget. Sure, there are big ticket contests, but there's also contests starting at $1. And if you want to spend an extra $4, you do the $5 uh, listener league that we have going. You go to FanDuel.com slash metal to join that. And uh, if you remember, I was complaining last week because I found a way to finish 217th out of the 250 entrants. <laughs> well, you did better, right? Uh, big improvement this week. 152nd out Woo! of 250. Woo-hoo! Still didn't win Jack Swat, but at least I wasn't in the 200s. Hopefully, maybe this week, maybe finally this week, now that it's October, I will actually win some money. Mm-hmm. Or maybe just be in the double digits, double figures. Maybe you like the Giants. You know, you turn it on in the middle of the season. Though they then... sort of have gone the opposite way. They started out right. like a house on fire, and now they're like a dumpster on fire. But the times when they won the Super Bowl, they did yeah, start true. out like crap, and then all of a sudden yeah. take off and then yeah. do amazing. They're never a dominant team. They just somehow are there at the end. I'm trying to build you up, Sid. Yeah, Come on, work you. with me. I appreciate it. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, you should try FanDuel now. And you'll get up to $50 in free entries. New users who deposit will get five free entries to NFL 50-50 beginner contests valued to up to $50. You get one free entry a week for five weeks. The value of the free entries varies based on deposited amount. You go to FanDuel.com, you click the Join Now button, and use the promo code METAL. That's F-A-N-D-U-E-L.com, promo code METAL, and void where prohibited. FanDuel. Nice. Um, So one of these bags on the desk is not... A snack bag. Oh, it's actually what? a I've special ch- delivery. No, you haven't been chewing on that one. <laughs> special delivery from uh, Movement Watches. I'm excited about oh, this. Wow, look yes. at this. So, so I'm opening the package so and while, it looks it looks like a like dark iPhone packaging. This is very mm-hmm. fancy yes. packaging. Very sleek and sexy. Rob is, is opening it up slowly and sexily. <laughs> it is serious. It's very serious it looking. It's yeah. like an artifact of some kind. What's in here? What's in here? It's a watch. Yes. So it's a very nice watch. So the interesting part, well, for me about movement watches is how similar their story is kind of to ours. It's two guys who had an idea, um, decided to drop out of college, much like me and Rob, two guys who decided (laughs) to drop out of college, except they probably didn't get ripped off at the Bursar's office for a thousand bucks like we did. That's a different story, though. (laughs) You tell that later. (laughs) Uh, So they started their own watch company, and um, now they are selling over 500,000 watches in over 160 countries. So, uh, Rob, how's that watch looking to you? It looks very sharp, very pro. Big. It's It's very... It's gold? Classy. It's very fancy. You should get... 
Take a couple of pictures of that. Yeah. And it's, it's cool because it doesn't have numbers on it. It assumes you're intelligent enough <laughs> to yeah. know what the hell's going on. Mm-hmm. It allows you to think, use your brain, as opposed to just spoon feeding you. So, yeah. Rob, I'll ta- so Rob, I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> Movement watches start at just $95. Uh, at department stores, you're looking at like four to 500 bucks a watch. It looks like it it's worth, costs way more than $95. Yeah. And uh, it, they look really, really legit. It's a very classic design and quality construction. And like you said, it's it's minimalist. It's not like too over the top. It's nice and sleek. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, so uh, join the movement. You get 15% off today with free shipping and free returns. We're giving you a good deal here. Well, it's movement watches who are giving us a good deal to give to everyone. So we have to say thank you to them um, by going to movementwatches.com but it's MVMT you get rid of all the pesky vowels mvmtwatches.com slash metal uh, so now's the time it's, to step up your game your watch game Rob it, is, it has been stepped up and I really <laughs> love the clean design and uh, I can't wait to show it to all the ladies don't forget mvmtwatches.com slash metal to get 15% off your fancy watch purchase. Yeah, and uh, they're so confident in their products that they offer a two-year guarantee, and uh, there's free shipping on um, orders and returns worldwide. So people around the world, you can uh, go to mvmtwatches.com slash metal, and you get yourself a nice watch, and you support your favorite podcast. That's us. Yes, join the movement. All right. Speaking of movements, the metal movement. Mm-hmm. Margot Robbie, who is a pretty uh, hyped actress right now. I feel she's Hollywood's it girl at the moment. I have no that. idea who she is. She played Harley Quinn in Suicide oh, Squad. Okay. Yes. She was also in The Wolf of Wall Street last year. She Star was Trek. In, oh, was she in that? Second. I, I haven't seen that. So. I haven't seen that. She was in a Whiskey Tango Foxtrot with Tina Fey. And she is this lovely uh, Australian actress who is also a metal fan. She was on The Tonight Show. Now, let me stop you there. Is she a real metal fan? Well, or? that's what I want to talk about here. Okay. I want to play this clip. She was on The Tonight Show with everyone's favorite host, Jimmy Fallon, especially Sid's. Mm. Ugh. <laughs> and uh, hey, let's play this clip. You here, I'm psyched to have uh, Vice President Joe Biden, and I'm psyched to have Metallica here. I mean, all I in know. one show. That is I'm just like, talking, I'm very excited. I'm nervous. That's mind blowing. Isn't that great? Metallica. I mean, Metallica. Also for the Vice President, but like Metallica. I wonder what Joe Biden would have said about him lovingly stroking Trump's hair, by the way. <laughs> Metallica. That's insane. Have you ever seen uh, the vice president in concert? <laughs> uh, you, great. Metallica, you ever seen those guys? Were you, I uh, haven't seen them in concert, but I, I mean, I love them. But I was uh, like a metal phase you'd ever get into. I did. I had I had a um, a real like <laughs> like heavy metal phase when I was like fourteen, and I like dyed my hair black, and I'd only cut it with a razor blade, and I'd only wear like band shirts, and like only listen to like the heaviest of heavy metal. Like who were you into? It was a really weird Clutch. phase, like like Silverstein and like. Okay, so right there. Uh-huh. Well, this, so she goes. I was into the heaviest of the heavy metal. Okay, and then she mentioned Silverstein. Oh, I thought she which, said Silver Chair. 
That would have made more sense. Yeah. Silver really? Sign is like an emo band. Okay. But, uh, scream, though. It's noisy. Screamo, it's yeah, yeah, emo. yeah. But then, so people ripped her like, this is a poser, like, blah, blah, blah. Like, well, yeah. Screw her. It's like, oh, She's man. not currently in a poser. She said she had a phase when she was 14. That was she the other thing. It's like, metal isn't a phase. It's a no. lifestyle. Oh, yeah. really? Is that so? Really? Yeah. So like let, let's else. hear a little more. For my Valentine and like my really? friends, I had yeah, Slipknot. Oh. I went to a Slipknot concert. Okay. It was actually to this day probably the best concert I've ever gone to. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Slipknot. They're, they're just amazing performers. Even if you that's, don't like metal, I think cool. you'd appreciate. Okay. I agree. Concert if, because it's if, just like if, incredible uh, to Jimmy watch. Jimmy Fallon was off this day, and like one of your uh, commenters. Took over for Jimmy Fallon. Uh-huh. Name one Slipknot song, yeah. bitch. That's yeah. what I say. Like what? What was so funny to me was all the gatekeeping. Uh, we, gatekeeping is when you you have to you know you don't let someone. Yeah. yeah, you don't let someone say that they're a part of your culture. They have to prove it to you by right. either naming name fifty of their songs, none of the singles, yeah. none of the ones that have music. It's like calm down. Doesn't that right. kind it, of go against the grain of what like metal should be? Yeah, that's what I'm. That's <laughs> yeah. exactly but, what I'm saying. I but, just want to be devil's advocate sure, and sure. Say, I, I agree with everything you Uh-oh. and Noah just said no I'm agreeing with you but I also think she is trying to add some prestige by saying that she's a metalhead and not and isn't really one I think there's a merit to both of those things but, who's, I think, but why I think is she not really one um, well, she's not like she's not really. You just said she named a, a, a like a screamo band. To be fair, that was the first band that she named, but then it well, got progressively. But also, not... what prestige is she adding? Like, who cares? Yeah, I don't. Like, well, that watches I the don't Tonight care, show. and you don't care. Yeah. But I think people see will see you as like more eclectic if you. What what about like clearly she was she had like a goth phase where she you know she wore black you know cut her hair whatever dyed it black, and then she did listen to. Quote unquote entry right. level of metal. She's not naming, you know, Southern Lorne bands or Season right. of Mist bands, but and that doesn't matter. That doesn't, yeah. you don't, you're not defined by how obscure and it's not right. like she's the metal making you listen fun of it. She's not like, oh, it was just, you know, like a stupid exactly. thing I did when I was. I don't yeah, think she's, a, she's trying to be an ambassador she's for it. it. And it's like, you know, people always complain that, you know, there's no metal on, on mainstream television and that, oh, like, why don't they play some real music? Why don't they talk? And then, any inkling of metal being on mainstream television is always immediately rejected. Yeah, like you, it has to start somewhere, you know. Right, but I don't think. Um, how how can I put this? I don't think that she's. I think that she definitely was a like a poser at that time. I don't think it's co- it's not commensurate with the level of outrage that they're coming right. back with. Who I, isn't a poser at fourteen? Right, yeah, that's I, like yeah. the right, thing. Yeah. Right, I'm saying that I don't think it's an outrageous statement to yeah. say, "Oh, she was a fucking poser." I agree with that. It's just why are you so like wrapped up in that? Who yeah. gives a fuck? Like most well, people, just some know. actress. Let's read. Let's read some comments here because this is good. A phase. If you're not metal now, you never were. A phase. <laughs> yes. Uh, and then someone goes. And who's to say that she doesn't listen to Slipknot now? She just doesn't have her hair chopped with a razor blade in black. The- True. Yeah. Because exactly. she wants to work. She, she's saying <laughs> Slipknot is one of the best concerts she's ever been to. She said the best. The yeah. best. You're right. The best. So it's like, yeah, of course she'd still be into it. Someone goes, this is my favorite. I'm sorry, but I can't date someone who listens to Slipknot. I have oh. my standards. Sorry, Margo. That guy's already dating <laughs> yeah. her in his mind. L- Rob Pazbani is a limp cunt. Will not uh, date <laughs> you. Sorry. <sighs> uh, 
Enough. Who gives a shit? Another celebrity metal fan that actually isn't. Stop. Yeah, who, was, who gives a shit? But you stopped whatever yeah. you were doing to comment on this uh, post. <laughs> Dickhead. Uh, next? Here's something that I feel completely inaccurate. She behaved like being a metal fan was one of those little phases that she needed to be embarrassed about. Now she didn't well, actually she didn't sound at embarrassed at all. Yeah. Not at all. She sounded actually very proud to bring it up. I feel like those people are filling in. Uh, the the stuff that she didn't say and like exposes their own insecurities. Absolutely. Yeah, because like honestly, who isn't it, the the music that you're into when you're 14? 99 percent of the time, that is just a phase. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, most people aren't still into what they listened to when they were preteens right. or tweens, whatever. Well, I mean, these people on. are. Yeah. Well, <laughs> there you go. But they, you know, unlike Camargo Robbie, they did not grow up to become adults. Yeah. Right. Well, most of them are probably currently 14. Yeah, either that or they're like 42-year-old, 14-year-olds. No. This is the other thing. So all the generic bands that everyone knows songs from? Everyone. Everyone. I've never heard of Silverstein. I've seen the name. I don't think I I maybe have listened to half a song once. I heard of Shell Silverstein. (laughs) Is that who she meant, Rob? Maybe she meant Shell Silverstein. (laughs) He did have a band, right? Uh, He did? Not a, maybe. <laughs> what do I maybe know? when he was fourteen, it was just a phase. Rob, get on that. <laughs> shell, shell we need clarifi- clarification next week on the live cast. Shell Silverstein answers the hard hitting questions. <laughs> Five six two, you're still breathing on the air with us. <laughs> was he breathe? Was he up the whole time? Hello. Hey, how's it going? It's El Duderino. El Duderino breathing in the chat earlier. You mentioned that. Uh, what did you say? We're pretty thin skinned New Yorkers. Based on what I want to, I want to. Well, s- I don't know. Just getting mad, just uh, that Jim Gaffigan heckled you, but oh, I've been I was by fine. Other comedians before Sid got it was all Sid. That's just me. Okay, it's sorry, just, just Sid. It's fine but, yeah, if, if Todd Berry makes fun of me for being fat. Fine, Todd Berry weighs ninety pounds. Jim right. Gaffigan's heavier than me, so c- calm the fuck down. He's got Freddy. a book calling himself fat. Yeah. In the title. <laughs> That's all. Uh, you also had a good little. Uh, you got got a good little uh, joke on me in the chat. If you want to say that to oh. my face. <laughs> yeah, I was going to ask how long ago was your Siopus face? Oh, well, nice. well I, I honestly haven't Wednesday. listened. To, I haven't listened to them in a while, just because they're yeah, really been putting out. Yeah, they're, Proof. yeah, there you go. But I, I will always have a very special place in my heart for Siopus, a band that I do not. But like. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. Aside from, but yeah, aside from that, I wanted to call in to you guys and ask you that. Uh, actually, my sister is getting married on Saturday. Uh, what outlandish thing should I do during the ceremony? Oh, don't ruin your oh, sister's wedding. Come on, You man. should be on your cell phone the entire time. <laughs> Hold up a sign. Maybe get uh, Michelle Obama is a her oh, played on during no. the... I'll ask the DJ to play that when they walk her down the aisle, sure. <laughs> yeah. uh, and I want to apologize to you, El Duderino, because last week we hung up on you, and I, I want to just say well, we weren't trying to be uh, you, assholes or anything. You said the app failed. Did it fail, or did you hang up on No, no, no. The, I was going to say what happened was the oh, app the, crashed. Oh, the crashed, yeah. Yeah, so we, it wasn't crashed. an intentional hang-up. It just oh, comes, no, don't worry about it. I would like to point that out, but was Rob there any has other? Been thinking about that all week. I don't want to. I don't want our fans to be upset with us unless you know we say something mean to them. How funny would it be if the app crashed again right now? Don't worry. <laughs> He's thinking of, of a better excuse right now for this. <laughs> <week>. uh, <laughs> were there any other uh, uh, moments from Ozfest meets uh, Notfest that you wanted to share? Or uh, yeah, um, I was hanging out with Mario for most of Megadeth. I had to leave to go take a piss, and then it was too dark. I couldn't really find him after that. But Oh, because he's brown? 
He blended in too much. You couldn't see him. You racist. How dare you? It was dark, so yeah, that's different. Besides that, anyways, um, have you guys kept in touch? Mostly just people watching. Most of the people out in San Bernardino, they're mostly a lot of 909ers. And by the way, for anyone who doesn't live in California, so you guys understand, 909ers are basically our version of, um, darn it, what's that fucking horrible island to people near you guys? Staten Island Island people. There we go. There we go. But yes, yes, incredibly douchey people and... On my way to the bathroom, like I had to like walk through one of the circle pits, and since it's a really big lawn, one thing that's popular there is they just take all the trash, like beer cups and like crinkled up flyers, and then just start a fire in the middle of it and start dancing around that. <laughs> what they did this time, they took this huge like 50-gallon like plastic barrel of trash and just left it in the fire. So on my way coming back to the bathroom, it was just this bubbling pool of like burnt plastic and trap that was just smelling awful and if it couldn't get any worse after that they were chanting USA USA because they burn trash that's what gets a USA chant they burned an entire trash can oh my goodness these people were horrible that's a, that's how America recycles. And by the way, that um, that trash fire is basically what Staten Island is. Yeah. <laughs> that's <laughs> where we dump all our garbage. That's what it smells like yes. in New York. Uh, also, Dudorino, you mentioned that uh, Barbara Robbie is so faked. Why does she have to fake being a metalhead? Not that she's fake. I just honestly don't care if it's mentioned on mainstream TV or not. I mean, if you like it, you like it, but. Yeah, but I don't know, do I just haven't fallen out of metal yet, so maybe I will eventually, and I'll take my words back, but I don't know, I feel like it's something I'll always keep liking. Sure, yeah. it does, it's not necessarily but you're that not she gonna, doesn't like But you're it. not going to put eyeliner and chop your hair and, and dye it black or whatever, like that's the phase part of it, but you know. I did still dye my stuff. hair black once, it was pretty pathetic. There you yeah, go. Yeah, but now you're just like a regular guy who listens to metal. I'm the same mm-hmm. way. There's so, quite a few people who still do that into their 50s. Which is fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's fine. And they also have uh, very vigorous Yelp pages. <laughs> <laughs> there are also people in their 50s that still dye their hair black and, and wear the eyeliner. Yeah, yeah, that's that, fine. So. That's fine. No judgment. Yeah. John Travolta. You do you. But I no. think that's what she meant from, you know, like the, the phase, the phase aspect of it. Yeah. And I think it's good mm. that it's mentioned on, on mainstream TV because there are parents who watch this who have kids who are going through that phase right now and it makes them more open to it. I will say I don't think uh, that's as much of an issue now, I have to say, because I feel that the metal look, oh, is quote unquote, style? the punk look, the the skater look, like if we can combine all of those three into like a hot topic look, mm-hmm. Is so mainstream now because I remember I walked past a church, and there was a church in my neighborhood, and oh my there God. were these these church youths. Uh, oh, I thought ga- maybe in like the giveaway bin. No, no, no. They were gathering to get into a, a van. I don't know wow. what's going on in the van, but all of these kids looked like they could have been at Warp Tour. They were. They all. H and M's trying to be like the new hot topic. It's ridiculous. I. I that's what I like. I feel like the that's, metal look is just very, very mainstream well, now. Also, and it's not. It's not. 
scary. It's not scary to parents. It doesn't well, mean well, it. Well, like parents uh, understand. Parent, it's a if you're a parent now, you grew up with Metallica and Motley Crue and all those right. metal. It's not. It's you know it. It's not. It's like not a big Satan. Deal. It's not scary. Well, some yeah. of them didn't. They grew up with it at the same time as. Yeah, that they they're now. aware of it. It's not like some mysterious thing. I know. I still have heard comments like you know that uh, about like metal that it's scary and shit from younger really? people. Yeah, oh, people that weren't into really, metal. I don't really dress like how my parents did back in the 70s but my dad was a big deadhead and pink floyd fan and on most days i'm still like a biblical whore so there you go because <laughs> sorry sorry that was a ralphie may some... joke sorry oh, zane that was a ralphie may joke well, really you're Jesus ripping Christ. off Ralph. Yeah. come on Wait. you can do better than ripping off ralphie and may you could also do better than letting us know that because no one would ever yeah. know we, that I don't think anyone would have caught you on you could have He's going to call back in like a week and be like, oh, you No, guy. because then he's admitting he knows Ralphie Mae <laughs> yeah. That's the worst part of all of this. That's like you're doing a Jim Gaffigan joke. <laughs> no, then he would have made oh, like no, a Hot Pocket a reference or something. Jim Gaffigan. He's yeah. dumb, but Jim he's a little better. It's fine, yeah. It's just harmless. It's, it's not edgy. No, but that's not... Oh, I like other comics that are not really edgy, but that's that's not why I think he sucks. I think he relies too much on this voice. Yeah, I And agree. food jokes. <laughs> but other than yeah. Who am I? Who am I to say? I haven't oh, done stand-up. You're funnier than Jim years. Gaffigan. Yeah. No, I wouldn't say that. I'd would. You've made me laugh Jim more Gaffigan. than yeah. <laughs> Jim Gaffigan oh, never got Pitt's Comedy Club closed. Yeah! <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Cheers to that. Cheers to that, dude, Arena. What a memory on this guy. Uh, yeah, good yes. for you. That was a big yeah, comedy I'm a, club. I'm yeah. a live cast lifer. But if you look at Pips, actually, it's it's a pretty famous comedy. It was actually one of the first comedy clubs to open up in New York during the eight, like comedy boom or whatever. It was like where a lot of people... Andrew Dice Clay got Andrew his start there. there. Yeah, he Andy basically Kaufman, made that place. Yeah. Eddie Murphy. Yeah. Well, Andrew Dice Clay lived down the block yeah. from there. Yeah. He worked there, actually. as well. He was bartending, I believe. But, uh, all right, well, thank you for calling in, dude, Rena. We won't won you. All right, later, guys. Have a good show. Aww. Thank you. Okay. If you want to call in and uh, with your favorite live piece, we are, we are one. <laughs> he didn't answer my question if he and Mario kept in touch after Slipknot. Oh, they're Facebook friends. Mm-hmm. They're always in touch. Yeah, At the you. end of that uh, that Metallica bit, is he saying Harambe? Come on, man. Uh, let's hear that. Harambe! Close. <laughs> I think he said Michelle is a her. <laughs> Everybody's finding secret messages in Metallica songs now. Yeah. Pig Destroyer. Yeah. On the way to Pig Destroyer! <laughs> now Gorilla Destroyer. Hey, if you listen to this really closely, she says, I am Jason Newstead. You hear it? You hear it? No, I hear Dick Sucker. Well, same thing. That's because you're in the pocket of Big Newstead, Rob. <laughs> you're never going to admit to that shit. Black helicopters <laughs> flying overhead. I'm angry, people. I'm glad you brought this up. There's some new Alex jokes. Oh, I play. good. Uh, Isn't that convenient? He's the gift that keeps on giving. He absolutely is in every sense, in every sense of the word. Hold on, let me... Never, never defeat the human spirit. You'll never defeat God. You'll never win. Never, never, ever, never, 
I can't wait for him to pop a vocal cord. And this is where we get tested. So rejoice to God Almighty for this animating contest of liberty. Ah! It's like a super cut. Yo, this is, this is a, yeah. Like is that a Howard Dean impression? This guy. <laughs> we're this. going to California. You know what? I what? will go to. I will go to hell before I sit here and I watch this country and the world turned over to these savages. I'm done. I'm pissed, and I'm not putting up with it. Who are the savages? I want to point racist? out though, It's so weird. Like I never realized until just recently, until we started mocking him, yeah. that he's a Christian. That he's a proud. Oh, yeah. Like I, I always assumed he came from like an atheist. No, point of listen view, to but his, he's listen to his accent first of all. If that's not Christian, I don't know what is. Why well, he's just he's from Texas, but the odds are, let's be real. Yeah, now. well, yeah, no, he clearly is. But uh, all right, let's keep hearing a little more of this. Anymore, you Satanist want to sacrifice the West? You want to kill the beautiful goddess that is the West? You people are enemies, and we're gonna get your asses. And What's we know what you're up to. And we're coming for you. This table. So I'm, I've had enough of these people. Like, it sounds like St. Anger drums. <laughs> Let's go back a little. Goddess that is the West, you people are enemies, and we're going to get your asses, and we know what you're up to, and we're coming for you. He's so I'm, I've had enough of these people. Okay, so I've been containing this for last week. That's why I've been in here sweating and getting pissed. <laughs> because I, I can't handle them anymore. I think oh. you get sweaty because you weigh 350 mm, pounds. I can't handle this. Getting pissed. Because I, I can't handle them anymore. Of course. What kind of human being makes those kind of noises? He's going to have a massive heart attack on there. I just know it. I think it's all an ass. Pioneer. I'm an explorer. The classic. I'm a human, and I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm animated. I'm alive. My heart's big. It's got hot blood going through it fast. I like to fight, too. I've got I like a mane, and i got hooves. I like to have children. I'm here. I got a life force. This is a human. This is what we look like. He was just quoting uh, uh, the Queen of Vaginas. I'm her. I'm her. I'm her. (laughs) Michelle Obama's a her. Imagine if she's actually been put up by Alex Jones and it's all a scam (laughs) to undermine the Obamas. On my next show, I have a very special guest, the real Queen of Vagina. I like vagina. I'm a red-blooded American. I like to have children. And I'm coming. He just needs to grow that beard out. <laughs> I can't physically grow We've a beard. Been wiki- <laughs> uh, so there was a thing last night. Apparently, Julian Assange said that he had some damning thing to, yes. from WikiLeaks to expose on Hillary Clinton. Yes. And he had this live web stream at 3 a.m. Eastern time. That turned out to just be a plug for WikiLeaks. Yeah, it was total bullshit. But Alex Jones hyped it up like it was the biggest event of all time, and he got trolled. <laughs> and then this is how he responded to it, to being trolled by We've me. been wiki-rolled. That's what they're saying on Twitter. Wiki-rolled. <laughs> We've been wiki-rolled. Wiki-rolled. Instead of Who bought the TVs, bitch? Tell me that. Move, bitch. Get, Get out the way. way. Get out the way. Is this bitch. him Get saying that? Way. Yes. Move, bitch. He's Get quoting Ludacris. I mean, you get out the way, man. What? Huh? He is like, wow. He is crazy. Y'all. I'm so just shocked that he knows that song. Yeah. And he's That's flapping the end of around Ludacris, like a, yeah. He's flapping around like a chicken. Yeah, Ludacris uh, just texted us and he said, uh, I am not performing that song ever again. No. 
Anyway. Move, lizard people! Get out the way! (laughs) Get out the black helicopters, bitch! (laughs) Get out the way! Because I'm coming. You made me spit this pretzel on my keyboard. Oh my Um, God, you saying that is so uncomfortable. (laughs) Um, Me or because it's Alex Jones? Well, you, because then... Like you say it so well that I almost <laughs> imagine him. And, uh, I don't want to see just it. once, Darren. Uh, I just need you to do this once. It doesn't uh, have to be anytime soon, but at some point in your life, do that voice with your beautiful wife as you are in fact coming. Okay, and just to see what happens. My coming voice may sound somewhat <laughs> like that. <laughs> Has that been what well, we maybe did? without the southern part? I'm coming. Maybe just that guttural, you know. Because she listens to myself. the show. How will she react if you just bust that out? <laughs> it may ruin sex for her forever. <laughs> well, at least you'll have come, so you'll have gotten what you needed. Uh, for the uh, last time. You'll be fine. <laughs> I'm locked in a room with pornographic magazines. I'm wanking furiously with both hands, and I'm coming. There's <laughs> a little pudgy face like a <laughs> pumpkin. Halloween's coming. He better watch out. Oh, no. Nobody carves this fucking pumpkin face. He does look like a pumpkin. Pumpkin head. Pumpkin head Alex Jones. Him That's and Rush Limbaugh. Who's yeah, got the more pumpkin, pumpkin head. head? I feel like they're... You know how pumpkins have this, like those long, big, like sort of oval-shaped pumpkins? Mm-hmm. That's Alex Jones. Okay. And then Rush is like those flattened out the pumpkins. The standard one. The standard pumpkin. Okay. I can see that. He's like a more... He's wi- His head is wider than it is high, and Alex Jones is the other way. Maybe that's a conspiracy, too. <laughs> They're actual pumpkin people. All the pumpkin people in my audience, listen carefully. <laughs> we will not vote for your puppet candidate, pumpkin heads. <laughs> I guess he would be the pumpkin. The pumpkin head people would be the good people. Yeah. To him, yes. Listen, all you gourds out in the audience. <laughs> We're going to squash you. Is there, like, a nickname for... Alex Jones fans, because I think like Limbaugh fans are like ditto heads, right? That's what uh, they're called. The fucking idiots. I <laughs> the, the term that but they gourds use. would be good. The gourds. If they, if they don't have a name. The ping, we'll call pinga, them. that's what I would call them. <laughs> fucking dicks. All right. Stupid dicks. Gullible. One person who is not a stupid dick, let me tell you, is Richard Christie. What an intro. <laughs> He's a wonderful person. I hope he didn't hear that. And uh, we're gonna have we're gonna get him on the line. If you'd like to talk to Richard, the number to dial seven one eight. Well, his name is Richard, though. Isn't wouldn't that make him a dick? Oh, technically, technically, you're yeah. right. Sorry to interrupt the number. Go ahead. But the number to dial seven one eight three zero three two three five three. We're on the phone with Richard talking about his band Charred Walls of the Damned, their new album, Creatures Watching Over the Dead. It's out now on Metal Blade Records. It's a fun album. We're going to be playing a song from it uh, right after this interview with Richard Christie. If he picks up the phone, that's with the. Uh, He's probably drinking beer right now. Not wrong with that. some micro brew. Your call has been forwarded. Oh, oh. no. <laughs> okay, we'll get. All right, uh, I'll hit up his. Uh, Maybe he's listening li- live, and he's a real big uh, Alex Jones fan, and he's oh. we've highly offended him. Mm-hmm. Is that possible? Anybody Maybe. No. Oh. oh. Anybody seen Richard Christie? Anybody seen Richie? I hope a gorilla didn't get him. A gorilla. <laughs> yeah, Rob, what are those white crumbs on your shirt? Dandruff. It's like lint. It's been there the whole night. Looks like lint. 
He's brushing it off his teeth. You don't know? Maybe it's uh, sour cream and onion dust. But it's been here since you sat down. I don't know. I I don't know why I waited so long to ask you. Oh, I think he's calling us. Oh, maybe he knows. Hello? Hey, it's Richard Christie. Oh, how's it going, Richard? Thanks for calling into the live cast. Sorry about that. I, you know, I'm kind of long-winded. Once I get talking metal with somebody, it's hard for me to let go. So I had to. Uh, sorry, I didn't get to pick up right away. No problem. No problem. Thank you for uh, taking some time to talk to us here on the live cast. It's Rob here along with Noah. Hi, Richard. Sid. Hello. And 3D. Hey. Darren. That's me. So you have good a, to talk to you all. Great to talk to you as well. You have a new album out called Creatures Watching Over the Dead. It came out la- uh, two weeks ago now. And now that's the most important. It is out. It is available for download, <laughs> for purchase. And it's been a few years since your last Chart Walls of the Dam album. And did you always know you were going to do another one, or or was it just once inspiration hit you were like, oh, I should uh, do another record? No, you know we. Uh, I always knew we were going to do another one. Um, you know we're under contract for a certain amount of albums, so we definitely. Uh, are going to end up doing doing a lot of albums, but I, uh, you know, we do it because we love it, and I've, yeah. I've always, uh, you know, I always knew we were going to do several albums, and you know what's cool is a lot of people have said, you know, there's a lot of bands now, it seems like, where kind of different known musicians will get together and, and form a band, and they'll put out an album, maybe two, and now that we're on our third, and it's the same lineup on every album, I think people are kind of pleasantly surprised that this isn't something we're just going to do one album and that's it. You know, it's something that we're going to be around for a little bit. It's, you know, we've uh, been together for seven years now. So uh, we're here to stay. So (laughs) we definitely want to keep doing this for as long as we can until, uh, you know, until we can't do it anymore, until I'm old and gray and (laughs) can't lift my arms. (laughs) But at the same time, it's still pretty cool that each one of you kind of has your own thing that you're doing, um, and then you guys get together. I know that you've known Jason Sukoff for like a really long time, and also Tim Ripper Owens, and I assume also Steve DiGiorgio. Yeah, you know, that's what I love too, is is we all kind of have our own influences and different bands that we're in that, that sound different, and, and so when we come together, it's kind of a blend of everything that we've been involved with that it, it creates its own sound you know there's tim with judas priest and then steve and i with ice earth and death and then jason and i have been writing music together since 1999 and yeah. he's really into like some crazy stuff like he's a huge weird al yankovic fan and he's really into uh you know we're both into watchtower so it's like there's so many different influences that kind of come together to that when we all get together for charred walls of the damned. It doesn't really sound like one particular project that any of us are involved in, you know, any of the other bands that we're involved in. It kind of takes a, takes on a life of its own. And, and, and we've kind of created a, a sound where we blend all, all our favorite things. in. you know, like we'll throw on a blast beat, but also, you know, some power metal screams. Yeah. Uh, I kind of like that. We have it all in there. Do you guys all write in the same room? Like, how, what's the writing process like? Um, no, you know, pretty much since everybody's so busy, uh, you know, Tim's always on tour, and he's got his own projects. And same with Steve DiGiorgio, and then Jason's real busy producing bands and things like that. We just find it easiest to, uh, 
where I just kind of write all the music. I'll I'll demo everything and play all the instruments and you know I'm drums are definitely my main instrument. I'm just an okay guitar player and and not a very good bass player at all. And I'm a horrible <laughs> singer, but <laughs> I can uh, I can put my ideas down on a demo enough to where I can bring fully formed songs to all the guys. And usually what will happen is I'll write all of the songs and then uh, present them to Jason Sukoff. And for this album, I wrote like 22 songs. And uh, I sent them all to Jason and I just said, hey, pick out the best nine and that, let's make that our album. And so we had kind of a plethora of songs to choose from. And Jason just picked the ones that he thought were the best. And then Jason and I, uh, we always get together for pre-production and, you know, he'll change the tempos and, and kind of improve the riffs because he's a way better guitar player than I am. And then once we kind of get finished demos where we want it to, as close as it's going to sound to the album, that's when we uh, find studio time for everybody to get in the studio. But, you know, and then once we get in the studio too, I tell the guys, you know, like Steve's an insane bass player. I say, don't even really, you know, kind of just, look at what I play as far as the bass on the demos is a rough blueprint. And I tell him just go nuts. And yeah. same with Tim, like, you know, Tim, I give everybody total creative freedom in the studio to kind of take the rough blueprint of the song and just make them so much better. Now, you, now I'm, I'm guessing uh, Jason produced the album, right? Uh, and what I, uh, mm -hmm. what I want to know is does he beat around the bush when, when he doesn't like something or will he straight out tell you, this sucks. You need to change. Oh, that. yeah. He'll tell me right away something sucks. I mean, there's one song, uh, the song Tear Me Down from the new album. Uh, on the demo, I had this weird keyboard intro, and he was like, What the hell is that crap? <laughs> so I was like, Well, I guess we're dropping the keyboard intro for that song. So, uh, no, he's, we've known each other long enough that. He can tell me if something sucks. And I like that. I want to hear that. I don't want to find out when it's too late that something's not good on the album. I want to know right away so we don't even bother putting it on the album. You know, That's why I put my total trust in Jason, and, and that's why I wrote way more songs than we needed for this album. And then I let Jason kind of pick out the ones that he thought were best because he just has such an amazing ear as a producer for that kind of thing. Well, that's like the best way to uh, have a creative endeavor with someone is just to kind of have, you know, your your trust in, in them 100% and vice versa. And I think that's how you get the best chemistry with somebody. Yeah, totally. And, you know, that's the thing, too, why I like to just tell them guys to go crazy and do what, do what they want with the songs, but, you know, kind yeah. of stick somewhat close to what's on the demos, but also we've been jamming together so long, you know, Jason and I have jammed together since 99 and I've been jamming with Steve since 97 and uh, jamming with Tim since 2003 that we can, we have a really good chemistry and I can just kind of tell those guys, just put your, put your sound on it, put your stamp on it. And I know it's going to be awesome. So uh, they're just really easy. We're all really easy going guys. There's no drama. So, I think you hear that on the album. It comes out in the music that we're just having fun. And now, when you when you're doing the pre pro with uh, Jason Sukoff, you know you guys are both funny guys. Uh, do you ever like procrastinate and then just suddenly write like a silly song that you know you no plans of releasing, but just for you guys? 
Well, yeah, definitely. I mean, Jason <laughs> makes me freaking laugh my butt off in the studio. He, uh, we, when we were recording the drums, we went out to a bar after we finished the drums, and Jason was singing the song "I Want Your Sex" by George Michael, uh, but. <laughs> But he was singing it as Glenn Benton, and then he sang it. Then he sang it as uh, uh, John Tardy, and then he sang it as Glenn Danzig, and then he sang it as Dave Mustaine. And he was just—I was in tears laughing. I I tweeted it out. I, I'll have to retweet those again because they're really funny videos. But uh, um, yeah, we've done some funny, goofy stuff together. He did a band called Crotch Dust. Oh, we are yes. we're huge, enormous yes. fans of Crotch Dust. <laughs> oh, Crotch Duster rules. And I love when people know Crotch Duster because it's such a crazy, silly underground thing. But uh, I did. he had me do some intros when I was wasted out of my mind one day oh, when yeah. I was living with him at Audio Hammer Studios back in the day. And uh, we actually wrote a, a comedy heavy metal animated Viking rock opera together called Majestic Loincloth. If you look it up <laughs> on YouTube, it's, uh, it's freaking hilarious. And we wrote like 10 different songs for it. And each episode is a different metal song uh, that kind of, you know, continues the whole story. So uh, Jason and I had a lot of fun doing that, and uh, you can look at that on YouTube if you oh. just type in Majestic Loincloth. So, yeah, we have a lot of fun together. But, you know, for Charred Walls, we, we don't really kind of goof around with it. We want it to just be something straightforward, bang your head, you know, metal type stuff. I gotcha. I, I've actually never, like, Crotch Duster, I've worn out that album. That, I like, thought Crotch Duster was honestly in a way like a rock opera if you were on, like, crack. And just, <laughs> just got a running narrative. Crack it. Yeah, yeah, you're, it's it's the perfect, it's definitely, it's in its own way like The Wall. And, it was and then it tells a story. The way Wall if you bang time. your head into it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah. A wall. A, a wall covered in acid or something. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I, this is the first I'm hearing of Majestic Linecloth. I definitely want to check that out. That sounds. That oh sounds yeah, really fun. I love. I'm so proud of that cartoon. It's really funny. It's the same guys that did um, Metalocalypse. Oh wow! Uh, yeah, okay. Mouth Animation. They did all the animation for it, and it's so silly and goofy. But I think the songs are really good. They're kind of man of war type metal songs, and uh, and they're really funny. So uh, I definitely suggest uh, you guys check it out. Cool, cool. I want to uh, just quickly uh, uh, mention. You know, a few weeks ago was the the first presidential debate, and I, I'm not sure if you watched it, but you, I'm sure you heard about it. How crazy was it to hear? You know, Howard Stern, who you work for, mentioned on the presidential debate. That was awesome. I know I, it was awesome. I know Howard was really flattered by it and uh, thought it was pretty cool because that, I mean that I think there was as many people watch that as the Super Bowl. So Maury, uh, well, it yeah. was like eighty eighty three million or something like that watched that debate. Yeah, I know it's crazy. It was yeah, it was really cool. You know, Howard's name's been getting mentioned quite a bit during this election, which uh, <laughs> you know is crazy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, Trump, Trump used very, to. Oh, sorry, very Go. interesting uh, political year and a half. Yeah, oh, <laughs> certainly it's been a, it's been like a wrestling match watching it. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I think we're going to look back in like fifty years at this election and say, "Wow, we got to experience 
something that you know a once in a lifetime type of thing, hopefully you know? it would hope, yeah. Ho- hopefully it's once in a lifetime it may get worse yeah hopefully this won't continue <laughs> but uh like tr- trump has been on the show a bunch of times have you ever interacted with him like did you ever meet him while he- when he was a guest on the show i recorded him one time yeah and he was, he was actually really nice uh years ago back in like 2004 2005 yeah yeah he was he was friendly i, I mean i barely interacted with him right he right recorded him for something but how were yeah, his hands nice enough guy. How, how were the hands were they small normal size <laughs> i didn't i didn't notice that you know that was not an issue back then that people were talking about so i didn't even <laughs> you weren't looking i at didn't it. even think to look so. <laughs> well it's the halloween season and you're a big beer guy you're, you're a big microbrew guy. Are you are you drinking a lot of pumpkin beers uh, at the moment? I'm drinking one as we speak. I'm drinking a Stevens Point Rum Barrel Aged Pumpkin Beer uh, from Point Brewery. So mm-hmm. I uh, I am deep into the pumpkin right now. I've been drinking. I drink two medium iced pumpkin coffees from Dunkin' Donuts a day. <laughs> one in the morning, one in the afternoon. Uh, <laughs> I'm in, I've been eating tons of pumpkin seeds because my wife and I carve pumpkins on Saturday night, and she baked the seeds with cinnamon, which they're freaking delicious. Mm-hmm. And I've been living on uh, Southern Tier pumpkin, um, uh, just all kinds of different pumpkin beers. Yesterday, last night, I had quite possibly maybe the greatest pumpkin beer of all time, and it was $18 a glass, but it was so worth it. Uh, it was from the brewery Cascade. They make sour beers from Portland, Oregon, mm-hmm. and uh, they have a beer called Pumpkin Smash, and uh, they have it at two bars in New York City. And I searched it out last night, and it was it was liquid heaven. So, wow. <laughs> if you can find Cascade Pumpkin Smash, if you like sour beers, maybe you like pumpkin, that one is insanely delicious. Do you have a pr- preference on the type of beer? Like, do you have a favorite, like IPA or ale or a lager? Um, you know, I like it all. I mm-hmm. I love every kind of beer. My wife and I just went to Munich for Oktoberfest, so we drank tons of lagers over there, which was awesome. Um, you know, yeah, I kind of I love sours. I love IPAs. I love barley wines. I love stouts. I love double box. Uh, you know, there's not a type of beer that I don't like except non-alcoholic. <laughs> that's, probably, that's probably the only style I'm not a fan of. <laughs> wow. And also with October, October is a big horror month. Are you exclusively watching horror movies right now? Uh, oh, of course. I'm driving my wife crazy because she's not a big horror fan. So even if there's something she wants to watch, I'll just put a, a horror movie on my iPad and, and watch it with my headphones. So. I can't wait for the new season of uh, Ash vs. Evil Dead. I freaking love that show. I'm excited for a new season of Walking Dead. I've been just watching nonstop horror movies like Night of the Demons and, uh, you know, Trick or Treat from Michael Doherty and just, uh, you know, all the Halloween films and all the Simpsons Treehouse of Horrors. Oh, I have I every love one of those. those. What's that? I love those. Never get old. Those are the best. The Simpsons episodes. They really the are the greatest thing ever. You know, yeah. last night I watched. You know what's great about last season with the Simpsons? Mm-hmm. They had two Halloween episodes. They had Treehouse of Horror, but the week before, uh, they had a Halloween episode where Lisa goes to a, 
a, a theme park, like a haunted theme park, and get scared. And I was freaking out that, that we got, like, two Halloween episodes from The <laughs> Simpsons last year. Yeah, that's a treat. Yeah, my, my favorite Treehouse of Horror from The Simpsons is um, number eight, the one where Marge is a witch in Salem. That's, like, the greatest one ever. And it's, oh, yeah. it's also the one where Homer uh, buys those telepods and Bart becomes the fly. Oh, uh, yeah. It's, oh, it's the greatest one ever. My, it's, my, it's my singular favorite uh, Halloween sketch is the toaster that's a time machine. Oh, yes. yes. And just uh, with the, the raining donuts and everything. He keeps yes. going back and killing different animals. <laughs> yeah, Mosquito. yeah. Yeah, he keeps squashing like he sets on the fish and like squashes the bugs. <laughs> and then at the end of it, he's like, screw it! I'm just yeah, killing all of you. He just starts killing everything. <laughs> I love my favorite part from that one is where he goes. Uh, he goes. I always remember what my dad told me on my wedding day. And his dad, yes. like, I, on never his wedding day, told him if he ever goes back in time, don't, don't mess step with on anything. Thing. Yeah, because even I the slightest. That's what his dad told him at his wedding day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, that's advice you give on a wedding day. Yeah. <laughs> He goes, um, because if you, because even the slightest change can alter the future in ways you can't imagine. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you guys know your treehouse of horrors. We're we're also very. I feel like the Simpsons raised me. That's all I I agree completely. (laughs) Oh, me too. Me too. I mean, I, I don't remember a time when there wasn't the Simpsons. You know. Yeah, and also I feel like for for Noah and myself because we had uh, immigrant parents. Yeah. It kind of taught us English and like American culture, in a way, because that was the only taught, exposure to it. it. Yeah, it taught you the great American phrase "dough." <laughs> Eat my shorts. Eat my shorts, man. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. But oh. yeah, this is the best time of the year. So I am. I'm. I have dove headfirst into the Halloween insanity. <laughs> Yeah, and people have uh, Creatures Watching Over the Dead as a soundtrack. Oh, yeah, it definitely makes a good soundtrack. That's true. <laughs> and they, the cover of the album is actually from my favorite Halloween artist. He goes by the name Pumpkin Rot. And uh, you can go check his website out, pumpkinrot.com. He uh, does these Halloween scenes that he sets up in the fields uh, near his house and takes photos of them. And I've been a huge fan of his for years. And I just randomly asked him, hey, would you ever let me use one of your photos for an album cover? And he was like, heck yeah. So uh, my love of Halloween, I got to uh, kind of parlay into our new album cover. That's awesome. And the album, again, it's called Creatures Watching Over the Dead. It's out now on Metal Blade Records. Richard, we want to play a track from this album as we let you go. Do you have a favorite song on the album that you'd like us to play? Oh, man, that's a tough one. I'm kind of... uh, partial to all of them since yeah. I wrote them but uh, um, you know how about we do the song Live uh, which is about um, it's kind of the, the most kind of fun I had writing the lyrics for this one because it's about how some friends of mine in high school did acid one time and stopped listening to heavy metal and then they wanted me to do acid and they got really into the Grateful Dead, and I was like, "Well, I'm not going to do acid if I stop listening to heavy metal and start listening to the Grateful Dead." <laughs> so, so, 
So I never did acid, and I never wanted to because I, you know <laughs> I, want, I never wanted to, to lose my love for heavy metal. So this the, the lyrics are kind of just about how heavy metal kind of saved me and and kept me, I guess, on the right path. Right on. We're actually gonna play. We have a, a, a caller now, a fan who's been actually trying to call in the whole interview. Any hang up? All right, never yeah. mind. Whoops. We tried. <laughs> well, tell him I said hi. <laughs> All right, Richard. Thank you so much for calling in. Thank you. Thank you. Awesome guests. Yes. Thank you so much. Creatures oh, watching thank, over the dead is the. Thank up. you guys. It was great talking to you and happy Halloween. Happy, <laughs> Halloween. happy Halloween to you as well. That was Richard Christie, charred walls of the damned. Sorry, five eight five. You missed your chance. Uh, Richard says hello though. Five eight five. Hey, is, uh, is Richard still there? No, we just hung uh, up on yeah. him. Ah. Do you Sorry. want me to uh, pass Wait, wait, wait. we got Richard on the line again. We got Richard on the line again. Hey, this is Richard. How are you? Hey, Richard. Doing all right. What's this is Rusty. On? Hey, Rusty. I'm calling to sell an item. What do you want? What are you calling to what? I'm calling to sell an item. Oh, I'm, I'm just joking. I just want to ask if, uh, if they're planning on doing any shows. Yes, we are. No, I don't think they are. Oh, yeah. Okay. That was a terrible <laughs> impression. Thanks for calling That's in. the best Thanks, I could Rusty. do. I'm awful at that. All right, it seemed to, to work. The song, Charred Walls of the Damned. Here's Lies.
what's up? It's Randy Bly, and you are listening to the Metal Injection Live Cast. That's uh, that's us. Uh, how come we can hear Rob talking? That's not edited. Thanks, Randy. Oh, that's not. I think I, I think Bruno farted. Yeah, I smell that, that too. Smells but there was just really, too really much bad. going on. It. it smells like weed. That clip hit us out of nowhere, and Bruno farted. I thought he. I didn't know it was Bruno, but I thought I heard a fart during Richard Christie. <laughs> I thought it maybe was Sid. No, I would have. I would have started laughing or something. <laughs> By the way, thanks for not letting me and Darren get a word in during that interview, guys. <laughs> I got a couple of words. Yeah. 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 See, well, you had your mic turned so you could eat potato chips. Yeah. I didn't really have a ton to contribute. So did Rob. Uh, Rob was actually not... He didn't turn the mic. He was just eating them very quietly. Swedish which I was fish. impressed by. Also, uh, way to point that out, Sid, That you didn't contribute to the show. In the last to that 20 interview, minutes. you know what? It wasn't Sid, that long. Sid it was, was twenty minutes. Sid was, was producing from afar. He was listening. Yeah, he's know. producing a fart. He said, <laughs> "No, was so Bruno farted." Oh. No, <laughs> for once, it's the Metal Injection live oh. cast. The number to dial seven one eight three zero three two three five three. And a reminder: you can call that number any time of the week and leave us a voicemail, and we might play it on the show. We have a few to play tonight. You could also Skype Metal Injection live cast. That way you could check out our Facebook, facebook.com slash Metal Injection Livecast. Uh-oh, Sid is... No, just I'm, Sid is... If they Skype us, they can check out our Facebook? You could Skype us. And check out our Facebook. Yeah. Oh, this, oh, sorry, you said you Skype, could Skype us. us, and that way you can check out our Facebook. And Sid I doesn't like that you didn't use an Oxford comma there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, also we're which on, is that one again? That's when you say a series of things and you put a comma before the last one. Okay. After the end. Or I see, I, I never end, use that. The end, I never the use end. that. I don't either. No commas before ends. Ever. See, I never understood the, that because I always thought if you want the the reason they say that is so it separates all the people. But if you wanted to combine, like let's say uh, Jim, uh, Jim. Why did I say Jim? Sid, Darren, and Rob went to the <laughs> store Jim, right. or I'm something Jim. like that. The idea is that like, oh, because of that comma, before the end, it separates Darren and Rob, or right. two different people. Mm-hmm. But I thought if you wanted to specify that Darren and Rob are like one unit, it would just be a an, an ampersand, like the end. Uh, I don't think ampersands that. are not like that's that's very informal use. Oh, it is. I don't think you should ever use an ampersand unless you're, you know, in a text or something. headline, yeah, or if it's part of a title. Mm-hmm. You can use an ampersand, but I would shy away from ever using one. Interesting. This has been grammar injection. Mm. That's interesting. Listen, we talk about a lot of stuff on it. Yeah. yeah. But uh, at my live cast, and if you download us on iTunes or the podcast app, you enjoy what you hear. It would uh, help us out a lot if you give us a nice review, five star rate it and review. And uh, if you want some, uh, I'm like, do the my, words matter? Or is the stars the most important part? The stars, the rating Star, is the yeah. most important part. But I think they kind of force you to write a review as you vote. I don't think you have to, but if you want, just write something just, nice. This yeah, is a podcast, saying. exclamation point. Yeah. Just write, I, I like this. Yay, you good thing. Do. Thank just you. Write, I there. just want the meat. Right <laughs> yeah, anything. Anything you want, just rate and review us. And of course, we have some t-shirts for sale. And uh, you can go to metalinjection.net slash livecast. Hit the merch button. You can get my face on your chest. Yeah, or my face, my whole body mm-hmm. yeah. in a suit. And uh, oh, fire. I, I, Rob and I uh, kind of powwowed about the Sid shirt. Sid, <laughs> I heard about this. Sid, oh. Noah, Sid likes it. <laughs> yeah. We can't say it on the air, but Noah I, will oh, like yeah. it. Fully approved. I need to get on this. Coming soon. Yeah. We also have a Havana shirt. Don't forget oh. that. <laughs> I want to. Oh. 
I wanted to <laughs> switch it up then. I wanted to say that uh, Jennifer's uh, cell phone home screen picture of me is uh, is wearing me wearing the Havana shirt. Nice. Aww. And nothing else. Can we hear the Havana? <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> I, I don't actually have that in a drop, but I can get to it. seconds coming up. <laughs> Here it comes, guys. It's going to be so good. Havana. Havana. <laughs> That's Havana. That's Havana. I like she's not even done singing and already someone else is talking over her. Yeah. Of course. Stupid Roger Clark. <laughs> Everything has to be about him. <laughs> we, we don't know anything about working with someone like that. Oh. Yeah, Noah. He's talking about you. <laughs> Me. No, no. Um, speaking of Rob, you had the the ramen burger this week. Mm, it did. Like? It's so good. Yeah, Rob Teets. So uh, I, I, <laughs> it's Rob-a just like one ramen. of these. Rob so, ramen burger. Rob ramen burger. <laughs> uh, it's this overhyped burger. Came out like two years ago. At, uh, and you've so, been standing online for two years. <laughs> yeah. Here's the idea. It's a burger, and the buns are these ramen patties. Yeah. Which, like, you would think they would fall apart, but they're so greasy in the best way possible. Are they fried? Yeah, they're fried ramen patties. It's like crispy? It's a little crispy, but it still has the texture of ramen. It's Yeah, the softness. It's a little crispy, but mostly soft. When you would say a a ramen burger, my instincts would be bread with ramen inside. Right. No, 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 no. So this came out like two years ago at this... Street food flea market called Smorgasburg, 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 which Noah used to live across the street from. Yeah, yeah. And it's so it's kind of sold out now because it used to just be across the street from you on Saturdays. Now there's a Sunday thing. Now there's a Smorgasburg in L.A., which I'm just like, what? Why even call it that? Yeah, yeah. The whole thing was that it was in Williamsburg, but anyway. So this ramen burger tent. Would, there would be a line half a mile long, like absurd, an absurdly long line for this burger. And, I'm, and I was always just like, oh, this isn't worth it. This, I'm not going to wait for 45 minutes. How much minutes. is the burger? Mm, like eight, nine dollars. It wasn't. Oh, that's it? Okay. Yeah. It just they have to make them. And there was such a high I demand. I understand that that's what happens with burgers. Yeah. Get, they get made. They get made fresh. They're not shipped. So wait, is it's this not like those White burger? Castle burgers? You're talking about an In-N-Out burger. No, ramen burger. <laughs> so they stole, but they stole the concept from In-N-Out of making a fresh burger. Oh, yes. In-N-Out is the only one that makes fresh burgers. In, I see in the joke. all the land. But anyway, so thing. the hype has finally died down to the point that there was no line at this thing. And I was like, well, I should just try it. Like, what, yeah. what, what was the hype about? Look at you, effortless cronuts, effortless ramen burger. You live in the hipster life two years later. The, yeah, the trick is you got to wait two years for yeah. the hype to die down. The ramen burger was phenomenal. I would not wait online for 45 minutes for it, but it was so good. And I mean, best I just, burger you ever had? Best, best Ish. spin on a burger. Best I've, gimmick burger. You've best ever gimmick had. burger okay. I've ever had. Yes. I would definitely have it again. It wasn't like, all right, I've had it. I understand. But no, it was really, really good. Mm. Is there a sauce? There's like a bar, like a sweet barbecue sauce mm. that kind of carries the flavor. It's it, it's very overpowering. Fixins? Uh There was a cheese. I don't okay. know what kind of cheese, but really good cheese, like a white cheese, mm. uh, and uh, a little bit of lettuce. No, no pickles. pickles. No, no, no. Onion? No, 
That's it. Dirty dick. <laughs> no dirty dick. <laughs> That's before they give it to you. They rub their dirty dick. Oh, all over it. Uh, I have some been guy watching. named Raymond. That's have, extra seasoning. Creamy beef stroganoff. <laughs> the white I've been sauce. watching some uh, 1980s uh, NWA World Championship Wrestling. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of dirty dick Slater on it. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it always makes me think of the show. Dirty dick. You need to get him on. I think he's dead. <laughs> he Is has he dead? to be dead. <laughs> Let's see. There's, oh, well, there's Dirty Dick good. Slater. That, Dirty he, Dick Murdoch. And Dirty yeah. Dick Murdoch, actually. Dick Slater wasn't. Dick Slater was just Dicky Slater. <laughs> Dick Slater was eventually in the WWF, too, right? Dick Slater's alive. There are a lot of dirty dicks in wrestling, huh? D- Dick Murdoch died in 96, though, poor Oh, guy. I wouldn't have guessed that. Do you prefer your dicks now or dicks later? <laughs> Get it? Well, Do you think he got a lot of that in elementary school? He probably didn't go by dick back then. Kids went by like Dickie. It was Dickie. I I feel like uh, also though he is the type of guy. He was like a jock, so nobody messed with him. He'd punch him in the face. Like in third grade, he wasn't a big burly big guy. I always was judging. I always wondered when Dick went became a penis, like in culture. Because yeah. it used to clearly, no one would choose the name Dick as a nickname no. if it meant that as prominently as it does now. You know, so I had right. to, yeah, you I don't really to, see like unless it's like someone congressmen that are yeah. ninety, yeah. yeah, like Dick Cheney or something, Dick Army, yeah, Dick which is the, just Army. the worst name. Come on, I used to know a guy who was in a band called the New Dick Army. Nice, and then all the guys' names, like they had all their surnames, were Army. It was like yeah. Joe Army. Yeah, that's for, how bands do it. Yeah. That's like the, <laughs> but you would think it would be Dick. If the Army was the Dick Army, wouldn't it be like Joe Dick, Fred Dick? But it was they, Army. But they do you really want to be called Joe yeah. Dick? Wouldn't that be like the Army Army? But you're naming the band New Dick Army. I mean, I'm with you. I'm with you. But I'm just... I'm not, hey, listen, it was a cool idea. It just uh, perplexed me yeah. a little. I'm trying to look up the origin of Dick. Oh my god Episode title Done Done uh, An 1869 slang dictionary Offered definitions of dick Including a riding whip No I don't know if that's the answer we're looking for I don't know Someone's gonna have to do their book Here's report what you on look dick. up Look up uh, Dick Etymology now spell etymology for her, please. E T Y M O L O. Etymology. I don't even know. Google how to... will finish it. Etymology. You wind up looking at spiders, though. <laughs> Entomology. Yeah. Gynecology. Oh, she didn't. She got that. <laughs> botany. Dick botany. How dick came to mean penis. Okay, let's yeah. see. How dick came. <laughs> Dirty dick. <laughs> Dirty dick. <laughs> Uh, I already good. have a penis. What? He what said, I already have a penis. Yeah, I don't need another I'm, one. I'm <laughs> killing it. It is being killed. It's dead. <laughs> <laughs> so how did it become? Want some Jeopardy music? Uh, oh, okay. Can I go. say rectum? <laughs> Let me go to the start of this sentence. This is a run-on sentence. Okay. However, <laughs> the first record of dick meaning jerk didn't come about until a few hundred years after its association with Richard, and the first record of it referring to a penis wasn't until the 1890s as a British Army slang term. Hmm. So people still <laughs> name themselves dick after it was a penis? Well, yeah. I mean, if it started in England as a slang term, it probably didn't make its way here. 
like with regular usage for a few more decades, maybe. But British people are still yeah. dick. Yeah, and they're saying that because dick meaning penis uh, was around uh, most likely before the 1890s, before it was first recorded. Hmm. Okay. I don't know. I guess maybe they just weren't as penis phobic as we are now in this yeah. anti male society. Patriarch, matriarchy. The matriarchy. Yeah. No. PC matriarchy we live in. Women controlling everything. Bunch of jerks. Control the media. <laughs> That's juice. <laughs> That's it. Can we hear some voicemails? Yeah, voicemails, please. I want to know what our fans are thinking. Or our listeners. I, I don't know. I don't want to be presumptuous. Yeah, really, Sid. Get, get a grip, will you? <laughs> Dirty duty! <laughs> <laughs> well, trying, I'm, I'm trying to load him up. You got a low? What is this? Is it buffering? Can duty not be dirty? Sure. I mean, How? isn't duty dirty no matter what? Kind of. Well, there's people who uh, have, like, intestinal disorders that get fecal transplants. So that duty's probably as clean as you could hope. You haven't heard of this? No. That Vice show did a whole feature on it. Like, that C. diff disease that like Tignataro had where like they have oh. to cut out all your intestines and stuff oh. a way that they treat it now I thought she had breast cancer she had both oh, oh. Poor lady. one then right right after one the other oh. and then her mom died um but yeah so you find you get the feces of a healthy person mm-hmm. who's like regular and all that stuff and I I, don't, I guess they just give you like an enema of it and wow. it supposedly like takes over your unhealthy feces in your gut and oh. fixes you up. Yeah, but it's still dirty duty. Yeah, but it's cleaner than your duty. It's healthier than it's your healthier duty. duty. Yeah. Dirty uh, duty. Yeah. <laughs> Rubs against it. Healthier uh, but still dirty. Go ahead, sorry. No, no, no. Uh, the one voicemail isn't loading. No voicemails. I God like, damn it! I feel like all this snacking is definitely going to give us uh, a dirty duty. Yes. This is like a very strange combination. Well, I'm going to have a steak after this. Ooh. You're definitely going to have some dirty duty. Where at? At uh, either Tatiana or uh, Volna, which is right next to... What does Volna mean? It's like a wave, right, Rob? Is that right? I thought it means moon. Moon? No, that's Luna. Oh, Luna. Then, yeah, yeah, then it's a wave. Wave? Like a wave? No, like an ocean wave. Yeah. Yeah. You're uh, by the beach, so it makes sense. Area code sure. 413. Oh. Also, it's Volna, by the way. Oh, Isn't that what he said? Four, Volna, he said. 413, what's it go? What's your name? Where are you from? I used to get it right. My name's Matt, and I'm from Canada. Hello, Matt from Canada. Privet. It's By the way, it's Canada. <laughs> is, this, is this Richard Christie from Howard Stern? Yeah, yeah, what's going on, man? Dude, aren't you like a crossdresser? Sometimes. Oh man. Are you into that? How is that? How's that going for you? Comfortable. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fuck. Uh can I ask you a question? <laughs> oh, he hung up. Damn, I wanted to want him. Did he want to expect somebody to get like really angry at him? And then yeah. we just sort of went with it and yeah, he got confused. And, like, why would you just call a number and assume that Richard Christie picks up? Uh, do you think he just always does? He calls random numbers hoping that just Are you Richard re- Christie? And it's just a coincidence that he was yeah. on today, but he missed him. Yeah. Oh, so close. <laughs> uh, 
He'll never be this close again. He doesn't even realize. <laughs> he calls Jerusalem pizza. Ah. Are you Richard Christie? Yes. Oh, that's funny, man. <laughs> Click. Richard Christie loves J2. Yeah. I well, think he would. He started off on Howard as a prank caller, right? No. he No, he started off... Um, like he tr- when Stuttering John quit, he they had a contest to uh, replace Stuttering John. And did he like do song parodies? He was somebody who submitted song parodies, maybe uh, that, or some I, kind of bits. I thought that was Sal, the stockbroker, did that. I think maybe the, <sighs> there was a competition that that he won because right, but the con- metal fans voted him in. Essentially, oh really? Is yeah, that what it like was? He had the the power right, of metal. Like he had, and then they gave they gave both of them a job, him and mm-hmm. Sal, yeah. because it was kind of like they they were both they were both really funny, and they're like a duo now. They're like a comedy duo. Yep. Oh man, some of those not, some of those pranks, uh, just fucking like they go on for fifty minutes, and you just never stop laughing. It's just so. F- they used to call these. Um, the, my favorite one is the swap meet uh, shows. They used to have these radio shows in the middle of nowhere in like you know buttfuck Kansas or uh-huh. something. And the hosts were just like regular middle America people. And you would call. The idea of the show is you call in and you say, I have this coffee table that I want to sell. And, you know, someone answers like and they call someone calls in and they hook you two up. And Sight go, unseen. Just, yeah. Yeah. That sounds like a great coffee table. I'll take it. <laughs> so Four legs. To, all right. <laughs> so they used to. So they used to prank that show relentlessly, like one after the other. Like every call in the queue would be the two of them fucking with these poor people. You know, that's awesome. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, I want to play this clip of uh, Ric Flair cutting a promo next to Phil Anselmo. How did that even like? How did those two people come to be in the same Alcoholics room? Anonymous meeting? <laughs> no, uh, Flair basically makes his money now at horror conventions, and I guess he Phil just Ans- takes his shirt off and people not, are terrified not because he looks like Leatherface. <laughs> not horror, just convention, <laughs> just convention. So like Comic Cons, horror, like anywhere where there's a signing, and they pay his fee. He shows He'll up and show takes up. Virgil's table away from him and actually gets money. Except he actually, yeah, people actually show up. Yeah, to get, yeah. People want his autograph. And so I guess they were both there, and then uh, somebody convinced Flair to stand next to Phil Anselmo. It's clear that this was all, like, very, very steep. Like, it's not like they were hanging out for 20 minutes and then, like, hey, let's shoot this video. And what I think is the other guy in Phil's new band, Scour, which is actually pretty good, uh, he tried to get Ric Flair to hype Scour, but then... One of Ric Flair's people was like, oh, this is the singer of Pantera or something like that. So Ric Flair gets it wrong, but he's not going to correct himself. And I suggest everyone go check out the video on MetalInjection.net. We're going to play the audio. But the video is great because the moment that Ric Flair mentions Pantera, it's almost as if Phil Anselmo's mood changes. And it's, <laughs> it's a pretty great look. But uh, here's the here's the audio. Sample of Scour. February Blast Fest. Woohoo! Nature Boy. Yeah, man, Rick Flair! 15 times New World Champion with my main man, Phil, lead singer of Pantera. So get in line, ladies. Woo! We're gonna be here looking older than we can look all night long. Woo! Phil Pantera Saint Falcon. Woo! 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 Let me tell you something. I love Pantera. 
because they are white power, just like the nature yeah. boy. Woo! <laughs> wait, wait, what? <laughs> can I just say, looking as only we can look is true, but is that really a compliment anymore with these guys? Yeah. yeah. Uh, also, Ric Flair, I want to mention on his show. Oh God, I heard about this. Oh, this was great. What? On his show, he somebody asked him, like, there's a he has a podcast, the Ric Flair podcast. Does he even know how to do a nope. podcast? N- no, he just he, talks into. He, a mic. he has a ho- he has a co-host who who does all the work. Oh, okay, he has and a he just, Noah. Someone points a mic at him and it goes, "Here, talk." <laughs> and so. Uh, they do like a question and answer. They also have voicemails, and you could send one in and ask. Does El Dudorino call their show ah. too? <laughs> El Dudorino, you have to speak for yourself. This is El Dudorino. I just want to say that uh, <laughs> uh, 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 I'm a big fan of Space Mountain. And how's that? I don't know. I don't know if I could do the Dudorino. You kind of sound like Pizza Destroyer. Uh, I'm just holding my nose. That's yeah. the only way I'm changing my voice. So he explain what Space Mountain is before Space Mountain is a old Disney World ride mm-hmm. where isn't that like a, I'm thinking Tower of Terror. What is Space no, Mountain? No, space no, is, no, no. Well, I was just saying with regard to Ric Flair, like in yeah. his promos, he used to say that women, you know, uh, the hot women in the audience are going to ride Space Mountain, which means fuck him. Yeah, and honestly, it's Tower a euphemism for his dick. Yeah, Tower of Terror yeah. would have been more accurate. Yeah, it was just it was just like he stole the name from a Disney ride or whatever. Yeah. So and then like his his other line would be like, oldest ride, longest, longest line. line. Woo! Oldest ride, longest line. <laughs> Woo! Anyway, so he, he likes to brag about his sex. Wait, so like all of his taglines were about theme parks? And no, sex just- and people riding my cock. <laughs> My so, r- my shriveled up cock. So here is this here is this portion of his podcast. Is it about my cock, Rob? Yes, it's very much. Yes, Rob. Well, then play it. Oh. All right, Rick. This week's Ask Nate's question comes to us from Goober Dwayne uh, on Twitter. He wants to know any celebrity writers of Space Mountain. Hashtag Ask Nate. Any celebrity writers? Celebrity writers? R- I D E R S. Writers, oh god! I literally have to spell it out. Several dozen. <laughs> Stephen King that one time. I didn't want to talk about it. Several dozen. Several dozen. Dozen is twelve. Several would mean there's like that would mean at least three. Well, several dozen. Get, well, two dozen. You wouldn't say several. A pair, so. Yeah. So at least thirty six. He's yeah. probably counting like Miss Marietta Georgia, nineteen eighty two, and shit like uh, yeah, that. Yeah, I'm sure he's banged. Oh, sure. I'm sure he's banged someone who's been on TV before. Yeah, but probably not who he's gonna say. It's probably uh, all the people that were on TV okay. with him. Yeah. yeah. Just like hey, all those women yeah. that were on the uh, baby w- doll. Yeah. Probably <laughs> We're gonna get any names you want today? Me to start with Halle Berry or what? Oh, Halle Berry wrote yeah, Space Mountain. Right. My ass. <laughs> of course she did. Of course she, she did. was in it Atlanta. Mine. And she just got divorced from Dave Justice. <laughs> Wait, are you telling a real story right now? <laughs> Do what I have to make up a lie? N- no, yes. I just I didn't yes. know that. Uh, you never asked. Okay, me. okay. Hold on. Well, when Halle Berry was born, Ric Flair was like 64. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He did not fuck Halle like, Berry. Like, when did like, you get she divorced? Broke out in the late 90s. He was already, like, yeah. past 
past his prime. He was ropes. at the end of his career yeah. if he retired at a normal time and didn't go on ten extra. It's years. not like you know. I would believe it more if it was like some eighty. Like if he said Brigitte Nielsen. Or yeah, something. I would believe or that. Like, or like someone of like from that era, like early eighties sure. when he was famous. When he, he was, was super, super famous. famous. Yeah, so sure, but like but Halle Berry, especially going from David Justice right. who, to this shriveled up <laughs> to Ric Flair. David <laughs> Justice for like people who aren't into baseball is like this re- like jacked up dude yeah and like the complete opposite of rick flair <laughs> i think there were rumors that he beat her up though david oh, justice yeah yeah so of but course you leave you leave a guy who beats you and you go with a wrestler <laughs> that makes a ton of sense yeah exactly because they don't beat anybody well, well I'm, I'm glad goober <laughs> Dwayne did anybody else we want to list besides halle berry that's a pretty big one yeah, that will stick with her. <laughs> maybe, so maybe he means Holly Berry, the stripper he met at some like strip yeah. club. Not I think actress. he he watched some TV and ate a pack of strawberries. Is what he yeah. did. <laughs> I think no. Well, so, the article that Rob is getting this video from proposed what the possibilities could be happening, and I think it's the first one, uh-huh. which is. Some woman told him that she was Halle Berry. <laughs> All black women look. Yeah, maybe like it was that. actually yeah. Holly Robinson Pete, and because <laughs> I don't I think he that. could even bag her. I, I really don't. <laughs> yeah. So, and she had a, a famous athlete husband. Still Holly. does. Yeah. Who, I mean, Robbie oh, Pete. He was not a good athlete, but he was an athlete. Famous. Yeah. Uh, so what I love about the modern internet age, uh, one of many things I love about the modern internet yeah. age, is old wrestlers cannot get away with right. telling these bullshit lies. Not for a right. second. Not, so this blew up on Monday. I love it. The second blew it leaves its mouth, it, yeah, it's every, already... Like, the the only other thing I can compare this to, the, the one that immediately comes to mind was when Hulk Hogan said he was he auditioned for Metallica. Yeah. <laughs> the only difference is that was like 10 years ago when it took like a year or two of him constantly repeating this bullshit lie. Right. Going on Howard Stern and saying this bullshit bullshit lie for then Howard Stern to follow up like a great interviewer with Lars Ulrich right. for Lars Ulrich to be like I have no idea who Hulk Hogan is <laughs> if I if I would have remembered if I met him I've never met him and then his story changes this one under 24 hours right because of Twitter the story broke. TMZ heard about it. TMZ knows who Halle Berry's publicist is right TMZ contacts Halle Berry's publicist. But just to be devil's advocate, mm-hmm. if Ric Flair did bang Halle Berry, let's just say. Let's, okay. We're, would, we're going the, with. would the publicist admit that? Or would she admit it? She'd Not in a million years. Deathly afraid. So what? we can't really take what yeah. they say with more than a grain of salt. Well, okay. Here, let me read. Not that I believe that this happened. Uh, <laughs> So we reached out to, this is from TMZ, we reached out to uh, Hallie's camp for comment, and they strongly yeah. shut down Flair's story well, as I mean, bogus. Of course. Then, this is the part where She's I- She's a lying slut! <laughs> <laughs> Sources close to Hallie expanded, telling us there is no truth to this. Hallie has literally never even heard of him, oh. let alone met him. That's uncalled. That's the part where I'm like, I believe this. Yes. <laughs> she doesn't know who the fuck Ric Flair is. Yeah. She is. Like, what if, I mean, this, this obviously they're just saying this now because it's embarrassing because look at Ric Flair. 
But like, whatever. She was probably a kid when he was famous on TV. Maybe it was just kind of she, like a, hey, yeah. I liked this guy when I was a kid, and now mm-hmm. I could fuck him, and I hate myself because I just got divorced. Or. They were all living in the Georgia area. Maybe there was some kind of David Justice, Ric Flair country club rivalry. And she thought, I know how I'll stick it to my ex. I'll fuck this disgusting shriveled cadaver that he doesn't like. There's possibilities. What if they both went on speed dating? Oh, my God. (laughs) Atlanta speed dating. She met him on Bumble. (laughs) I think he banged Daryl Strawberry. That's my guess. They met after a, a Narcotics Anonymous meeting. And uh, one thing led to another. There's nothing anonymous about Ric Flair's narcotics. That's true. Would you bang Ric Flair if the price was right? Me? Yeah. What's the price? And do I get to top? And do I get to use a condom? Yes, of course you can use a condom. Does he chop me? Is he what? Will he chop me or put me in the figure four? Woo! Will he insist on doing moves on me? If that's what you want. No, 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 no. I don't want to be hurt. No, it's all very gentle and he'll caress me. But I'm on top of him. I'm fucking him. Is that what you would prefer? I don't want Ric Flair fucking me. Oldest ride. <laughs> Longest crying when it's over. <laughs> Woo! So what's the pro- what kind of money are we talking? Um, $10,000. Yeah. Mm, no, I don't think that's enough. Not for $10,000. $20,000. Mm, uh, $50,000. We're going to have to get to six. How about a slightly used Rolex? <laughs> <laughs> that's about all you can offer. Gently used. Hardly worn. <laughs> for a Hulk Hogan's bandana. <laughs> oh, no. I wipe myself with that bandana when I'm done, though. Oh, Ric Flair. How about a picture of Eric Bischoff on the John? <laughs> Got a bunch of those in my phone. I could totally see that being a thing he collects. Like he'd just walk around with a Polaroid backstage and snap pictures of people shitting as a goof. I am the world's greatest fecal photographer. (laughs) We need him to get some snaps of Noah. Oh my God, yeah. We started the show off talking about fecal (laughs) photography and here we are at it again. It's 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 like a Seinfeld episode. Yeah. By the way, I have some of that uh, prank calls. If you want to hear oh, like a couple yes. of minutes of it, would you guys want to hear that? Sure. Okay, this is when he called a show called Tradio. Okay, good afternoon. You call on number nine. You're on the Tradio. Boy, you sure are hard to get hold of. <laughs> How you doing? I'm doing good. How about you? All right, buddy. Look, I'm looking for uh, anybody out there who went to Western High School. If he had any annuals from. Uh, Say save me one to uh, save me three if you'd be interested in selling. Okay, sir. I appreciate you. Okay, I appreciate it, buddy. Have a good day. Same to you. Bye bye. Good afternoon. You're caller number ten. What is that accent? Hi, Andy. It's Ethel. How you doing? I'm doing great. How this sounds you? like yeah, Louis Anderson on baskets. Yeah. Oh yeah, a little. It's really him just doing his voice. Right, how about you? Good, good. I'm calling about that seller a while ago that said he went to Western High School <laughs> looking for the yearbooks. All right. Yeah, I recognize that fella's voice. That was Steve Brandano. I remember sucking his pecker at a sock hop in 1938. <laughs> um, okay, good afternoon. You call him number 11. Oh, look yes, at how late. I'm fine. How about you? <laughs> I was doing good until I was riding down the road and listening to the ugly, crazy, mean perverts. So, um, you know, but uh, they, you know, people like that, uh, the Lord will deal with them. Eventually. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, thanks for your call. Uh-huh, bye-bye. Oh, bye-bye. Lord. Good afternoon. You're caller number 12. Hey, brother. 
Hey. Uh, again, I want to call back and tell y'all, I, we're praying for y'all, brother. That's, uh, you know, it's, it's a shame that, you know, there's a lot of nice, sweet Christian ladies that listen to this station. And, and <laughs> there's a shame that they've got to hear that able stuff. And I want to let y'all know that God's on y'all's side, and I'm praying for y'all. And, I, you know, I'm, I'm, it's a shame that, that the devil's going to try to, to, to cause problems like that. And, God's going to deal with that. Well, I'll tell you what, it takes a uh, 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 prayer chain to uh, uh, to uh, do, the, do the job, but I know prayer works, and it's going to happen. You know, you don't mess with God's people, and that's what they're doing. Right. Well, uh, I like, we're trying we're trying to deal with the situation. Um, Amen, and, uh, brother. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Good afternoon. You're color 13. Well, I've been hearing that about all them guys calling in there like that. Right. Uh, kind of got me upset. I'd like to school them. Mm-hmm. I know God would deal with them, but sometimes here on earth we got to deal with certain things our own way. Okay. Uh, if they can't be schooled, they will be schooled. Well, well let's, just, let's just right. yeah. about it. Let's see what we Well, we got our, we got. That was yeah. just weird that all his co- subsequent calls are just reactions to the prank calls and not yeah. actually what the show is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, he really riled them up. Yes. Can't say Packer. Pecker. Get in trouble. God will deal with you if you say Pecker. Yeah. Why would God waste his time? Well, have you read the Bible? God gets very upset about little things. Can't very say little Pecker. Things. Yes, he definitely gets mad about Peckers. That's why he has someone chop them off. Yeah, boys. Get that dirty dick. I don't think they chop them. Uh, them I was actually in Union Square. There was a protest for Foreskin. There was like a, a bunch Good. of guys. You mean four square? They were just checking no, in. Four skin. <laughs> like 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 uh our well, it was like our skin. skin our rights was like the, oh, the thing. Nobody wants your foreskin, sir. Well, Please I stop think grieving. I think the uh, I you, agree with that. Wait, so were the guys protesting were they circumcised and protesting for their foreskin back or were they uncircumcised guys I think protesting it's, for other guys' rights? I think neither. I think it's probably guys who were circumcised don't expect their pecker skin back, but they want they don't want other people to have their, their foreskin chopped off when they're babies. Yeah. Hmm. Which is a good thing. I agree with that protest. I kinda, yeah, I feel like... Uh, I don't know. I'm not... I don't know how I feel about yeah, uh, being circumcised. I support anybody's right to get circumcised if they're a grown person. We could do whatever you want. Stretch yeah. your balls. You could do whatever. <laughs> cut, your, cut, your, cut your dick off. Be a nullo. <laughs> but not, don't force it on your child because that's irreversible. What if the child isn't resisting, really? Or, I mean, it's or a what baby. if the child resists? They don't know what's going on. Yeah, it's like babies two can't weeks say old. no. Right. That's wrong. Oh, in Sid's world, it's right. Yeah, what if you hold the baby up and be like, all right, we're going to do this unless you tell me no. If you say no or any word, <laughs> any actual English word, yeah. we will stop. Dada. All right, then I'll stop. Fuck. <laughs> but no. at that age, they're not even saying that. I no. think that tactic is what Michael Jackson used. <laughs> he didn't say no. <laughs> he was asleep. Come here, Bubbles. Three-way. <laughs> oh, my. You think that ever happened? Uh, no. uh, I think anything he, is, is possible in Never Neverland. I don't think he had sex with the uh, orangutans. Do you think that I don't think bubbles, he had sex with the kids? He might I'm have, just joking. He it's might have like touched them, but I don't think there was like penetration. Do you think Bubbles was ever in the room during one of these sessions watching? Yes. Yes. I like to blow bubbles. <laughs> Maybe from like a two way mirror or something. <laughs> like just bubbles behind. <laughs> Remember? Just banging on the glass. <laughs> Do not crush any of the baby's heads. <laughs> you dumb gorilla. 
Michael Jackson Francesa here with you on the fan. <laughs> Back after this. Can we hear that Mike Francesa clip again? Uh, yeah, sure. But I don't, just just to put a bow on that, I don't think that Michael Jackson molested children. I think he was very inappropriate and didn't know correct boundaries. So it's still, but, in a way, molesting them, like as a, a, a nuisance to the children. Right, well, none of the cases ever came to fruition. Like, I feel Did like one... Oops, sorry. One of them settled out of court, and the other one was proven to be bullshit. So I feel like if he was molesting children all the time, there would have been more to it than that, you know? Someone would but have But if it was forth. settled out of court, wouldn't that kind of uh, imply he a little guilt? He was so... And I don't it's not think that so. he was so powerful, but like all like the like the business behind him was so powerful that I feel like they probably what they killed everybody that he touched. No, they, they I, I'm not up. saying anything. <laughs> I just want you to use your imagination. I can't say one way or the other for sure, but I, I it just doesn't ring true to me. But I do think he was a weird guy and had mm-hmm. very weird boundaries or lack of boundaries and thought sleeping with children was okay and it wasn't. Like literally sleeping, like just sleeping in a bed. bed. Yeah, I don't, naked. I think he had innocent intent, but I don't know. I could be wrong. Rubbing oils on them. Oh, I bet he did that at some point. Give a little maybe a back rub. It's just oil. <laughs> as far as you know, it's just cooking oil. It'll just it'll make the circumcision easier. Oh, he was oh. circumcising kids. He's a, re- he's a hey, He didn't say no to the oil. Could you imagine if his replacement nose was actually just clumped up foreskin from the children he circumcised against their will? Well, that's what they do. They use cadaver skin, so it could it, it could be. Hey, Rick. Oh. Rick, come over here. Hold this baby. Oldest circumcision, longest line. <laughs> now here's Could you imagine if that was your child in there? You're going to have people who are going to say, wait a second, I'm worried about the gorilla. <laughs> when your kid's in there, basically, maybe seconds from having his head crushed. Basically, maybe. We live maybe. in a world now where you are going to be more concerned with the gorilla than you are the little boy. The little boy? Where, what's wrong with what's you wrong? people? What's wrong that, with the He fell into a, an area where he's in there with a gorilla. I put my kids into an area. That's where they sleep, remember? You're listening to Sports Radio 66. Back with more gorilla talk after this. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? We'll be right back after a gorilla talking about a gorilla. We'll be right back after these words. Who is dragging him around that habitat? And you're telling me you're worried about the gorilla's welfare? If someone had like paparazzi footage of him taking his young children to the park and put that over this audio <laughs> as he's talking about a gorilla with a small boy, and then we see a gorilla with small bo- that, that needs to happen. If just that edit it so he's swinging the <laughs> swinging it around like Harambe. Yes. <laughs> and then play the soundtrack from The Lion King over. <laughs> gorilla. Oh my god. Oh, he really looks like a gorilla. Yeah. Like a gorilla with white hair. Yeah. Yeah. And he, you know what really irks me about him? He wears these dress shirts <laughs> and he buttons the top button but doesn't wear a tie. Yeah. It just looks awful. It's a dignified look for him. He's old school, Darren. You wouldn't oh, understand. It looks like, like uh, I don't know, like Pee Wee Herman, sort of. <laughs> but a fat Pee Wee Herman. I'm just amazed he can button the top button. Ah, it's freaking quadruple XL, probably. When he gets <laughs> mad, it fuck. just like pops off. <laughs> That's his hulking up. Yeah. Bing. <laughs> it hits Monzo right in the eye. Oh, no. 
Mons, Mons, I hit you with another button. All right, take a paycheck. Um, <laughs> on the weekend, he calls Mad Dog's show, and he goes by Vanilla Gorilla. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I believe it. He's lonely. He misses the dog. All right. Should call Ric Flair's podcast. All we right. should call Ric Flair's podcast. Two altachachas over here. You should call Ask Ric Flair's Nate. podcast and pretend like you're Ric Flair and see what he said. It'll probably confuse him. <laughs> he might think he's listening to his own podcast. But you've been listening to our podcast, the Metal Injection Livecast. We'll be back with a new episode next week. Thanks for tuning in. As always, leave us some voicemail if you want to be on the show. You can't listen live. 718 303 uh, 5-3 Yeah, and you can visit our Facebook page Facebook.com slash Metal Injection Livecast You can go to Fanduel.com Fanduel.com Movement Watches And enter promo code METAL or go to Movement Watches MVMT Watches.com Slash Metal Get yourself a nice watch on our behalf Shirts Get it on your own behalf too Yeah Go to metalinjection.net slash livecast. Hit the merch button. Buy a shirt. Leave us a voicemail. The sugary rush has kicked in. We Uh-oh. love you long time. What? Bye, everybody.